You know, it's funny. I pressed the button to start the broadcast, and it's like, you're not supposed to start for another few minutes, but you can, you know, you're welcome to start early. Well, thanks for nothing. I pressed the button. You didn't. Uh-oh. Right? Matt is, yeah. Matt is, Matt is ornery, it looks Matt's like. Flexing. No, I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a couple days away from having a, a nervous breakdown, but I'll be okay. Well, well I mean, it's a, good. A couple take days. Take off on Wednesday night. <laughs> As from usual. what? <laughs> I didn't do the show this Wednesday because I had to work last Wednesday. <laughs> I probably won't do the show this Wednesday, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, why would you? This is the A show. Let's let's be honest. Um, it's work is busy, and there's no nothing is slowing down. Like yeah, like three hours Saturday night into Sunday, and then uh. I'm usually off Mondays, but I had to work today again. So this is this is like your busy time, right? That's summer. Yeah. Like I've you're only, like I think I think I've worked for 27 days in a row right now. Whoa. Damn. So and there's no slowing down. You said no, uh, no, no, no. So what are you doing? Like uh, events or just posting up or? Oh, it's all events or, or all events, all events, private events. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have some fun tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Ryan Davidson is joining us from Wildcat Sports, and he has his big match at X-rated against Trevor Murdoch, the newly crowned NWA World Champion. He's joining us at 7:30. Shameful. Uh, Kevin has a top five. I do. Oh, Matt, did we lose Matt? I Are you serious? Dude, your internet uh, is on the. Uh, we have what? Uh, your internet's bad. You've been chopping up. Oh no! Yeah, it's not good. I can I can hear you fine. Yeah, but you were like, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, we got uh, pay per views to talk about. We have some, uh, maybe a possible, mm. a pick situation yeah, that troubling. we can get into. Very troubling. Uh, there's a ton of wrestling to talk about. More tournaments. Tony was, I cannot, I wish everybody that listens to this show and is in the text and the group chat over here could be part of the text. The joy, the joy from Tony on Wednesday night. While at first, I don't know why he decided to watch Dynamite, but it oozed out of my phone. It was unbelievable. Yes. There should, there should be a tournament of joy, I think. There, when there gets should joy. be a video camera on the pizza truck because I was just cackling like a maniac as I'm reading these text messages. <laughs> Can we read them on the air? Do you still have them handy? Oh, God. I always have them handy. Fuck yeah, dude. How long ago was that? That Wednesday? <sighs> that's, like a, that's like a 75, 80 texts ago text. Probably a little more than that, the way we chat. No, it's not. Well, no, because really? Matt, no, Matt's been I'm, busy. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. 8.49, Wednesday night. Tony Z. Yo, fuck AEW. Kevin Grifo, LOL. Tony Z. You know why they didn't have a tournament for the world title? <laughs> Kevin goes, I know what this is about. I just put a question mark because I'm working. And then in all caps, because this fucking garbage shit tonight. Oh, fuck AEW. Oh, Tony Khan's next bender is his last. 
Wow, Tony. Wow. That was very hurtful. We're really pulling up the curtain here. And then Kevin was like, AEW debuted a new championship tonight, Matt. And there's a tournament to crown the first champ. And then Tony says, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm out. And then I said, ha, ha, ha. Almost crashed the car. <laughs> yeah. That well, that's why like, that's why the the crowning of an interim champion was so convoluted, because they had they felt the need. Never mind, we'll get into it. Oh, we'll get into it. it. We'll get into it. Kevin's got a top five. I don't know if I said that. You did, but bears repeating. That's great. Um, and we got tons of news and notes and things to talk about. Um, and it's all here next on the Shining Wizard Wrestling Pod, episode five eighty nine. Holy oh, guacamoles! Is that we're fucking get, cool or what? We're getting there. Cool as a cucumber, uh, my man. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun next. So, I don't know. Let's fucking hang out. Who gives a shit about Monday Night Raw? Supernatural <laughs> Judgment Night. Whatever the fucking stupid fucking fuck. I'm judgment Morning. Down tonight. It's going to be awesome. All this and more coming up next. next. Yay! The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Big Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, stay right here and listen to the Shining Wizards because everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. Yeah! What's up, fuckers? Where did cheese go? The no. stupid fucking question, Kevin. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and I Whoa! Hey, this is Moose. God, that was disgusting. Shining Wizards rule the world. You are tuned in live to episode 589 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on the rant, rantemradio.com. Coming to you live in video format on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and the YouTubes. And going with you wherever you go because we are available on each and every podcast and streaming platform. But enough of all the hijinks. It's time to get into some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. KJG. Boys, we got a hot one tonight. Who, baby? Oh, dinger. NWA World's Heavyweight Champion joining us. I'm excited. Don't, uh, don't put Ryan Davidson on the back burner. Listen, Ryan Davidson's good people. He's not NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, though. Come on, let's face facts. Are you going to tell him that? Why would I tell him that? I mean, it is what it is. I'm sure. He knows. Why would you say it like nine minutes before he joins us? Yeah, he's probably listening already. Because I'm trying to fire him up. He's got a big match coming up against the champ, doesn't he? That's a yeah, but wouldn't you already be fired up? 
Uh, I mean, maybe it hasn't sunk in yet. I mean, Trevor's only been champ for what two days now. What if, uh, what if it has sunk in? Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. I don't know. Who am I to judge? These are oh, the things no. that go through my head. Well, clearly, you already have judged. Well, judge not lest thee be judged or something. What are you doing? I your kids' know. homework again? No, I'm reciting Metallica. Oh, I thought, I thought that was like a Bible verse. <laughs> School's over, Kevin. We had a graduation, no, we had a not. birthday. Many things in the Shining Wizards family this weekend. Oh, it's, oh, he had a graduation. I was about to say school. Yeah, and you had a yet. birthday. See what I, I did have a there? birthday. That's right. How was your birthday? Uneventful. You know, thirty nine. Oofa, getting up there, T Donk. <laughs> Catching you. Surely you jest, sir. No, you're. I think you. You might be older than me and Matt combined. That's completely possible. Yeah. I haven't done the math lately, but it almost checks out. No, nah, it was good, man. Friday, because my brother works all weekend, so Friday we did uh, – my birthday was yesterday. So Friday we did uh, pizza and cake at the house, me, Pops, Matt, Aaron, the girls, and uh, and it was awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun, good times. Played Connect Four with the kids. So uh, what, kind of, uh, what kind of cake, Kevin? This is a very important question. All right. It, uh, it just – it was a. I'm. I'm assuming they got it at Shoprite. I'm assuming my dad yeah. got it at Shoprite. They have That's fine. not That's ice cream. Oh what? It was not ice cream cake. Okay. It was just okay. regular vanilla frosting. Very delicious. Very, uh, vanilla frosting, regular cake substance, not chocolate. I guess. I don't know what. Is there like? Is this? Is the like the yellow cake material? Is that considered vanilla, or is that just considered regular cake? It's, it's like white cake, no? It's yellow cake. Yeah. Yellow cake. Yeah. Well, sometimes yellow cake could be lemon too. You gotta. No, 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 no. It was definitely not lemon. But it was. Is, just like, uh, it was, cake. was was the cake something you could take into the shower? No, I would not take cake into the shower. <laughs> would you eat it while you sat down to pee? I would not. And I don't do that anymore, man. Eat it on the toilet? Well, I've never done that. Okay. Have you ever eaten on the toilet, Matt? Uh, Matt, Matt looks um, like a toilet eater. Yeah, Matt like, is a toilet eater. I picture Matt at a bar- that. That's Matt's at a barbecue. That. He's got a he's got a burger just came off the grill, and he's got to take a nasty shit, and he doesn't want the burger to get cold. So I can completely see Matt doing that. I could see people doing it. Um, I've brought beverages into the shower. I mean, into the into the the bathroom. People smoke on the toilet too, which is really weird. Well, I mean, two birds, one stone, right there. I guess, but like, but like. There's like smells that like might interfere with with your cigarette. Well, you have to understand. I think people lose concept of what a bathroom actually is and what it's designed to do. It's not for luxury. Like while it could be, it's it's what you do to release the worst parts of the insides of you out. (laughs) So like, which is why I don't eat or drink in the bathroom. That's see, Matt, you're you're a man amongst boys here with this because i would still drink i'll bring a beer in the shower with me every now and then in the shower really oh yeah big shower beer guy holy fuck dude but i have to remind myself that there's there's probably microscopic particles that we don't even see oh god you're drinking turd beer dude exactly that are just floating around but it hasn't stopped you like this thought enters your brain and you're like nope i'm gonna keep on chugging no 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 fuck no I mean, I've eaten boogers on the toilet. See, that's a whole other issue that I don't even want to get into. The fact that you've done that. 
Oh, okay. All right, never mind. You've drank in turd beer, and you wouldn't digest. I'm a not. No, see, Tony. Here's the thing. I'm not putting a beer bottle or a beer can underneath, and then drinking afterwards. Ooh, you know how you blow into a bottle? It makes like that, like the sound, like this. Like, like if you did that with a fart, you think it would blow the whistle as well? <laughs> yes, I think it would. There's only one way to find out. Yeah, Tony, why don't you do some research and get back to us? <laughs> well, if week. I got some gas, we might light up the rest Tony, of the show. Tony, you always have gas. Be careful what you wish for. One word coming the top of the bottom, you always have gas. This is true. All right. So, but you had a good uh a good birthday, Kevin. Yes, I did. Very, very well. Uh uneventful the rest of the weekend. Like yesterday, just went to the local pubbery and and had some uh, some beverages. <laughs> he picked up some beer for the shower. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hey, listen, you only turned 39 once, am I right? This is true. Yes. If you're lucky. It's a year closer to death. Yep. Welcome to the listen. I was a year closer to death a long time ago. That's the weird part. Like, I think about it more often now. Like, I'm past the midway mark. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about what more often. Like, like my mortality, you know? Like, like every look, everybody's got their card that they got to punch in eventually, right? I don't like talking about this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, at my at my advanced age, like, I've already age. like my my years alive, like, are like in the past. Like, I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tony Ricky Morton is still wrestling. I think you're good. Well, I mean, he's like 105, isn't he? Right. He is an older feller, but he's yeah. still wrestling. Kevin's got a point. All right, I'm still eating. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, I get it, but I don't really think about it. It's yeah. time to think about that shit. Well, you're no, still... it, it, it just makes you miserable and depressed, and it's just not not a good place to be. Well, look, I mean, I ain't, a, I ain't as old as Snowy, so <laughs> at least I got something going for me. There you go. You're not Canadian either, so that's a plus. Whoa, oh. whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck yay. Let's not besmirch the great name of our neighbors to the north here. Why? You don't give a shit. You live in fucking New Jersey. I love Canada. Look at that. You see the, fl- the flag, the banner I'm flying you went, behind to the fuck, you went to fucking Harmons and you brought a fucking Canadian flag. Congratulations. <laughs> That's right. When, when was the last like, time you went to Canada? 2001. All right. It's clearly not that important to you. Yeah. Well, no. And then COVID happened. COVID happened fucking two years ago. <laughs> You've been alive longer not going to Canada than you have been going to Canada. Like, like That's how long it's been. That's correct. Holy shit. If uh if none of the guests call tonight, I'm gonna have a fucking nervous breakdown. Actually. Oh god, please do. Just please putting that do. out there. Please do. It would be fucking amazing. Just gonna throw that out there. You hey, listen, if you haven't told your friends to watch the show lately, like tell them to watch the show tonight because you're gonna see some gold. Yeah, I shared yeah, it. I mean it's gold regardless, but it might be a whole a whole Different. other level. Yeah, it might not be it might not be like 14 carat. It might be it'd be like six carat gold. It's all right. It's all good. What? Ten pounds of gold? Fuck yeah, dude. Maybe. Do you think Trevor Murdoch shows up with the belt tonight? I don't fucking know. I'm just wanting <laughs> to show up. Put it out there. Beautiful. I hope he shows. Ryan, Ryan Davidson is going to show up. I have faith in Ryan. Well, it's six fifty-eight right now. The, the, the our, our bear, the our bear is going to be here any minute now. The, the yard bear. bear? Is that our bear? Our er. Really? Is that what it is? It's RD Bear is his Twitter and Instagram handle. RD like like laughing like RDRR? No, like RD for Ryan Davidson. Ah, girl. RD Bear. 
<laughs> oh shit, dude! I don't know if you knew. Uh, coming up like soon, I think in July. Yo, Matt Wait, who's is on calling? another level oh, right now. <laughs> uh, the neckbreaker guys are going to be in Carney in a couple of weeks. Don't all jump out of your chairs at once. I know, and I can't fucking go because it's probably like a weekend, right? <laughs> Guess where I'll be on the Holy pizza truck. Come say hello. Bring Holy me a Where will Fruit you be? Fizzler, a red vine. On the beach? Yeah, on the beach. Good fucking luck. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Guess what? The closest thing. Oh, fuck. I forgot to clean that goddamn litter box. Why? You smell it? No, because you mentioned the beach, and I was going to say the only beach I'm the closest thing I'll get to the sand is the litter box. <laughs> clean the litter box, like a note. You know. Wait, is the litter box near you? No, it's downstairs on the sun porch, and I told the wife I would dump it <laughs> oh, out. Oh God, it's on the porch. It's like ninety degrees today. No, it's like turds are probably steaming. Muda doesn't use it ever, but it could. It needs to be. Wait, wait. Then what is Muda shit? He has what? a litter box up here. Oh, oh, so you got one up there. You don't have to I clean that up one? Here. I have Ooh. one for Muda, and we have one for the girls. And I cleaned them both yesterday. The roommate? <laughs> no. I cleaned both the litter boxes yesterday, but I forgot to do the one on the porch. So I have to do that today. I'm going to make a note right now so I don't forget. So I do Holy it shit. Um, Can I use your... Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, there's a box downstairs. Uh, and Muda likes Muda when it's not a hundred degrees out. He goes on the sun porch, so we have to give him a place to go potty. So you don't have any of those like high tech fancy litter boxes, do you? Like no, I don't like know if those, those really rake, work. So the, the ones that rake the shit. Uh, cleaning the litter box is not fun. It, it, I mean, it's got to be done. So it's better than taking them out to go to the bathroom. Oh, do you take the cats out on leashes? No, I don't want the cats outside. What's wrong with you? Nothing good happens out there. Yeah, they they kill birds. They fight other cats. They they live a life when they go outside. I dude. want none of that. I saw a cat kill a chipmunk once and eat it. I had That's a cat. Do. Yeah. I had a cat once. The thing was gone for three days. Came back had a broken tail. <laughs> you didn't know that about my cat. I've never seen your cat. Oh no, this was years ago. He was uh, that story is a broken tale. My mother threw the cat out of the house, so it became a, a cat at the shop. <laughs> Forget it. It's over. Good night, everyone. A broken tale. <laughs> Good night, Gracie. See you next oh, week. Christian Rockwell oh, challenges Jake the Rogue. That one got me. God damn. That was funny, Kev. Uh, Holy shit, a broken tale. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't see that one coming. I'm trying not to sell it, but it was too good. <laughs> what are you drinking uh, an Angry Orchard or tea donk Fuck yeah, dude. I'm drinking an Angry Orchard because I'm not going to lose my mind if I get drunk tonight. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'll have a drink. I just didn't want one like right now because. Yeah, you got to have your wits about you when you talk to uh, the, the bear and the, 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 the champ. The champ. Look at this bad boy. Oh, I thought you didn't like those. I do like these, dude. Okay. They've got the logger out now. I yeah, but they don't. They don't have it. In this is only available in one specific liquor store in West Orange. My brother got it. This, thank you. Shout out to Matt Griefo, no relation, who got me uh, some. After he just said his brother. <laughs> so no you're relation. my brother. Matt's my brother. Jesus, brother. 
Let right. me. Did you guys ever look? Um, I was printing up my notes and I was on Instagram. Have you ever watched the Hulk Hogan IG video? There's the a Hulk Hogan IG. What is yeah. that? Instagram. Sorry. Yeah, I know, but what what is, yeah, is this like a particular? So he's a like promoting his beach bar. Oh, he makes hundreds of these videos. Right. So I watched one before. He's like, "You all want to come down, brother? Do the singing, and you want to see my snake and my banana?" And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Dude, here? you don't you don't understand. It's a fucking scene down there. He's got he's got his store, the beach shop, but he's also got yeah. like a bar restaurant next yeah, to it. Do karaoke on Monday nights. Nick Hogan's like the DJ, like Jimmy Hart and Brian knobs hang out there all the time. They're just constantly drinking and singing karaoke. It's the funniest shit. God uh, bless the whole Panama brother. I'm going to play yeah. it. I'm gonna see. He's living his fucking best life, dude. I'm good. I don't need to go there. Down there trying to get healthy. So, Came back, walking in Hogan's hangout. Kiss the floor. So glad you're back. Which brings me to tonight. Tonight. Karaoke night. Hogan's hangout. Crowning two more champions. Man, going to get crazy. Can't wait to give away that first shot tonight. Hogan's hangout. Karaoke night. Going to get cracked. Heading down to the hood. Heading down to the hood. Hang out with the girls at Ceylon. Woo! Getting all the dirt. See you tonight. Hogan's Hangout. 8 o'clock. Karaoke. Two new champions. What you gonna do, Panama, when my banana runs wild on you? (laughs) (laughs) Then he he just drops 10 N-bombs. I was waiting for it. (laughs) What? What's going on with the He's whole? He's having earth? fun, bro. He's having fun. Going down, down to the, the hood. hood. We're gonna get crunk. <laughs> Hulk Hogan appeals to a wide audience. What can no, I he you? doesn't. Is this real life? Yes, yes, it is. What the fuck? Oh my god! This also, all thank- happened. This all happened when Hogan knows best became a thing. Thank you for everyone wishing me happy birthday in the chat. By the way, yes, but Hulk Hogan is out of his mind yeah pretty much and i have <laughs> what like my banana's gonna run wild on you that'd be fucking awesome dude you i mean he does wear banana hammock so it does make sense you wouldn't let hulk hogan's banana run wild on me? i don't think i, I, don't think yeah, I have a choice look how many how many wrestlers over the centuries has hulkamania run wild on you wouldn't mind hulk hogan's banana run a wild either? i don't know man i've seen come on banana. bro it's all the, the banana it's nothing to write home what about. else what else did he say before the banana wait you what yeah you, you've you seen know. oh yeah the video dude yeah, yeah the video funny. where he bangs uh fucking bubba the love sponge's wife or whoever the fuck that was mad yeah. cow whatever oh, i never knew that was actually him. made available oh yeah dude i mean i'm good but I've never. Oh, dude, I don't understand how you're not. You never want to watch stuff like that. What did he? What, what else did he say? He said banana, and he said something else before. Hood. No, it was like my banana, my. And I was thinking like it was another wrestler's gimmick. Anyway, it's not important. But this Hogan. Hey, what not other? Well. What other wrestler had a banana gimmick? I don't think anyone did, other than maybe like Jim someone Steel? in. I don't know. <laughs> someone in uh, Adam Rose's conga line. <laughs> A lot of bananas in there. Fucking Do, bananas. Uh, oh, here we go. No guest yet, so we're doing great here. Um, <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about? What do you, you want to talk about? Oh, fuck you... me, I don't know. 
can we, can we do picks? Can we do picks? You want to do picks? Do you want to address this situation? Oh yes, this is what I told people to tune in for tonight on the uh, on the on the old uh, Discord. If you're not in the Discord, by the way, it is a fun place. We don't plug it enough, but there's good people in there. We talk wrestling. We talk books. We talk music. What books. else we got? Oh yeah, we talk. We talk Marvel Cinematic Universe and DC and all the promotions and and we post fucking funny memes and shit and we got accountability for ddp yoga and exercise and getting healthy and getting in shape it's a good place it's a great place books and the reason why i bring this up is because i put it out there for judgment uh so matt let me ask you we had how many pay-per-views to pick this weekend we had two t Don. okay uh which which pay-per-views were they sir Oh, uh, always with a Z, always ready. The NWA okay. vehicle and New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion. Now we also we also wind up making picks for our pay per view pick extravaganza thing every year, which I am a back to back winner, by the way. Correct? Sure. <sighs> yes, you are okay. a back to back pay per view winner. Okay. So what's the rules? What 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 one simple rule do we have when it comes to picks? All right, Tony, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you. No 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 no. I mean, you're turn. setting a ridiculous table that doesn't need to be set. No no. Well, I'm, maybe I'm... he does. There's maybe there's people listening for the first time. They're not familiar with the pay per view picks. Okay, that's fair. Uh, it is picks need to be in before the pre show uh, starts. Okay, and uh, what time did uh, Kevin Garifo's picks come in for the uh, NWA pay per view? They were in early. Yes, they were. And you also reminded Kevin of something when those picks were made, did you not? Oh, shall I go back to the text message chain? <laughs> All right, idiots. <laughs> he reminded me, don't forget about Dominion, which I never forgot about Dominion. I never forgot that it existed. Uh, Kevin's picks came in at 6.38 p.m. And Matthew, your response was, Kev, don't forget Dominion tonight either at 7.05. Matt, you said it started at 1 a.m., correct? Uh, Tony, you responded, he will. Kevin said, didn't forget about the last NJPW pay-per-view, did I, you schmuck job? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't forget about it. Now, Matt, if you scroll down to 1.28 a.m., what's, oh. the, what's the text that's there from Kevin? Great point. What does that look like? Those are Kevin's picks. And um, were those picks made before 1 a.m.? They were not. Okay. But they were made before 1 a.m. Matt. I mean, I know you're not, I know you're not a Photoshop wizard. I have no, Uh, I have no idea how to Photoshop anything. I know that you're pretty creative. All right, so Matt, let me ask you this. Okay. If you had your picks ready before the start of the pay-per-view. Yes. Wouldn't you turn them in right away? I I would. Okay. What reason could you possibly think for somebody to have that would have their picks ready to go and not turn them in for four hours? I was out. I got distracted. I forgot. I obviously clearly wasn't watching the show. So I was like, all right, let me just listen. I, I knew this was a possibility that they won't be accepted, but I, I had to still shoot my shot and get them in when i did like otherwise you know what i would be totally uh out of now but uh kevin my question to you why did you not just send them at 853 when you made the note all right i don't want to i don't want to say because i feel like this could hurt me were you pooping in the shower no what (laughs) (laughs) do you realize what you just said 
I did. I asked if you were pooping in the shower. That was never something that was... No. I don't know if you were combining all, right. all the crazies. It was your birthday weekend. Pooping and drinking in the shower. Can I tell you why? I'll tell you why. And if this hurts me, it hurts me. I will, I will fall on the ruling of the, the, the judges here. I wanted to spite Tony. That I was going to send this at 12 a.m. Because I wouldn't have forgotten it. And I was going to send it and be like, oh, yeah, look who forgot now. And I forgot. You forgot. <laughs> so, no, the plan failed miserably. Now, uh, Kevin, to your surprise, uh, uh, me and Tony are split on this. I actually don't have a problem because of the note with the time that read 853. Um I think it is silly that Tony thinks you would doctor uh, yeah. something because he never. clearly knows you and we both know you're not the most savvy. That's right. Tech with the technology. I have an iPhone five. Uh, I also. Your iPhone five does have a send button where you can press to send your texts on time, right? No, that that part's on me. But in terms of being able to doctor something with my phone is completely Ludicrous. But 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 that's a moot point at the, at this at this juncture You're because you admitted point. that you did not get your picks in on time, right? So not, you admitted it, it according to the according to the textbook rules. Now I don't think I did that great in the picks. Doesn't matter. That's I understand that if, if you're if you're gonna die on a hill about principle, then yeah, all right, whatever. I have another theory. Uh oh. Oh, Let's this involves it. you, Tony. Me. What did I do? Because somebody did really good at their NWA picks. Oh, I know. I fucking i I didn't think I shit the proverbial bed, but somebody ran away with it. I was very impressed. So I, I think, but that in fairness, into, no, I think that factors in. Not at all. Here Not at all. Here we go. Really? Not if I ran the table for the NWA and you guys went offers, it still would not change that fact. Oh my well, God, Tony, you did not. Irving. You did not run the table. You didn't even come close. You are. It, it was a hypothetical. I said if it if roles were reversed and I crushed my picks for NWA, wouldn't change the fact that we do have a fault here. Doesn't change it, dude. Now I suggested that. Um. I had no problem with Kevin's picks because they were on a note that did say 853 and him and you pretty much had the exact same picks. My Which I didn't even look at, by the way. My suggestion was Kevin's punishment uh, is that now going forward, he always has to be the first person to send his picks. I don't like that. Well, then you well, should have you don't have extra time. You don't, you don't <laughs> get to walk. You don't get to walk away scot-free here, Kevin. You either take an O and 10. This is just, uh, my, and I don't know what Tony, me and Tony did not go back and forth. It was a very short text conversation. You're either 0 and 10 or you have to get your picks in first. That's, that would be my ruling. It's not, all right. I mean, if I have to choose, Tony, do I have to choose one of those? You know what? I'm, listen, I am the arbiter. I like to play by the rules, but I also believe in being fair. Matt's okay. suggestion whether you enjoy it or not, I believe is a fair compromise. Yeah. I mean, and to be honest with you, it's better than Matt and I being split on this. And then we don't know where to go or Matt and I could be in agreement. And at least we have a compromise. And I I'm all for fair. compromise. I think it's fair. Well, from now, from now on, 
Well, till the end of the year. Well, the yeah, the end of can the we do like maybe year. like a, a four pay per view thing. Can, we, can I can I appeal and get my suspension down a little lower? I I tell you what, Matt. If this is fair, we will count his picks. Okay. We will take his opinion under advisement, and we will decide for next week what the appropriate amount of time is. Now here, uh, and I don't mind that. Okay, maybe a year is too harsh. Yeah, the rest getting, of the year. It's a lot of paper. Uh, but Tony, this decision I don't think can wait till next week because we have a pay per view this weekend. <laughs> well, for all intents and purposes, Kevin will have to have his picks in first. I mean, it's going to go at least one week. Am I yeah. wrong? No, fair. I'll I'll put them in first this week. But when you, I I, I mean, I have no choice. Otherwise, if if the alternative is I lose everything, even though Matt says that he had no problem with it. The fact that you have no problem with it and you're still issuing me a punishment is kind of weird. Well, I no. mean, there's, there, we have, we have, there's rules in place for a reason. Tony, right? do you honestly think that I, that I did that at 120? I made those picks at 126? Oh, but the point is, what, what, whether you made the picks at like four My in birthday the morning weekend. Give me a birthday present here. So what? We all just suffer because you turned 39 all the time. Give me this. Give me that. It's my yeah, birthday weekend. You made the fucking notes at 853. Just send the fucking thing. Yeah, press send, dude. I was you mad at time. Tony for saying, assuming that I would forget. <laughs> did you fucking make a list of all the people who texted you and wished you a Facebook for happy birthday? Did you see if they all both did it? What do you mean? I don't Remember know. The, I don't our know. argument a couple weeks ago? About which, oh I no, but they're they're all up here, and I'll get back to every single one of them individually. Right, Don't waste your time. You know, I didn't wish you a, a happy birthday on Facebook. I just texted you. That's right. Thank you. Yeah, of course. But I wouldn't have hated um, if you did it on Facebook. Either. I don't think it's a here's the thing. I do it. We have these rules in place for a reason. How I don't. About, think how about this? Hill. What if I take what if I take an L for the for the matches that I didn't get in time? If I it didn't already lose them. No, because then we got to go back and split hairs, and yeah, I'm not. No, no, it's all right. Listen, just throwing it out there. All right, yeah, because we don't we don't make the picks match by match. I wasn't watching. I didn't have it on. I was out. I I just, I don't know. But but at eight fifty three, when you had your picks ready to go, you just press send. Right. That's a great point. I didn't. Eleven o'clock in the morning. You do the, but you do this weird thing every time we have do picks. You have to be the last guy to do picks. Right. I don't know why. So I think since you didn't get your picks in on time, right? If you're 15 minutes late for work, but you go, oh, but I was in the parking lot at 12 o'clock. You're still wow. fucking late for work, right? Yeah. You didn't get your picks in on time. So now I think you have to get your picks in first. Four is good. I don't care if we do four. You want to do impact, forbidden door, and whatever money in the bank, and whatever's the one after that. Those four, you have to have your picks in first. I'm okay with that. I just don't. The thought of people playing off my picks kills me. Kevin, no one plays off your fucking picks, bro. Because well, I send them in it. last. No, no one. So you play off everybody else's picks. No, I don't look at your picks. No, he doesn't look at our text messages at all. That's why he's like in the Apparently dark. Apparently, he doesn't look at his own text messages either. Kevin, I don't give a shit what you pick, and I don't give a shit what Tony picks. I, my picks are already. When I look at the card, here are my picks. Press send. I don't give a shit. All right. Yeah. You God forbid you follow. Him, take, you have to do the fucking standing. God forbid you follow Matt. I will take Jesus. a five. If if it if it appeases if it appeases the court, I will take a five pay per view suspension where I have to get my pay per views and my picks in first. I'm good with that. It wouldn't be my number, but. 
for what's for, your number? The, Give me your number. No, we can work something the, out for the sake of moving this along. No, no. And, what's your number? No, we can work it no, out. No, no, no. In fairness, I will accept the five. Kev, don't ever listen. If the judge is deciding in your favor, don't ever talk him out of it. But I want to make sure that I'm being fair. Well, you. you suggested it. Matt and I agreed to it. What more do you want? All I right. started with four. Happy birthday, Kevin. That's right. I went up a game. That's right. I went up a pay-per-view. And I did that intentionally, by the way. There what you do you do intentionally? I, I went from four to five. So I will, the next five pay-per-views, I will let you guys read my picks and then pick based no, on No, no, no. You have no, to submit your picks. Your picks. Oh, Kevin, just <laughs> fucking submit your picks before us. I don't care. Now, Matt. Oh, I was joking. Matt, uh, Mott Spock, he poses an interesting question. So if Kevin doesn't get his picks in, does he lose? Not only does he lose, but Matt and I get a fucking perfect score. That's not possible because I have to be the one that gets them in first. You guys can't submit them. You can't be be submitting it. You can't send them at like fucking 659 and then me and Tony have to scramble to find our No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. How about this? Then we institute uh, a two-hour buffer zone. I have two ah, hours. Kevin's got two hours to get his picks in. Two hours before the pay-per-view. Two hours before, before the pay-per-views. I like it. I like it. For five shows. And if Matt, that's... Matt, if you're working, I will. I'm. I'd be willing to go longer. No, I just need. Uh, that's fine. I'll figure it out. I could put it. In, I could put it in my notes and screen cap it. And then when I see your text come in, boom! I'll just send mine. Usually, I send them so early because I know I'll be working and I'll be busy. Right. All right. All right. So now, Oops. thank you guys for allowing this to be the punishment. I think it's fair under the rule. Kevin, Kev, we were going to be fair, but to be honest with you, you had to ride the hot seat for a little bit tonight. Oh, of course. I know. This is, <laughs> if, if, if you, I'm so thankful that you guys disagreed. Because if you both agreed that I, shouldn't, I should take an offer, I would have had no choice to accept it. And I would have accepted it. But the fact that you guys didn't, I'm very thankful especially to Matt. Um, but but now I'm thankful cool. to Tony, too, for this compromise. So now let's – can we get into And you it? guys had very similar picks, so I was like, well, this is not going to – I was like, this is not the hill to die on. This right. is not worth the fight. No, and it, if, if I, if if I, I swept – this, this would definitely – If I had swept, I would have been way more conceding to taking the L. Because that would just be, I mean, I know we say it shouldn't matter one way or the other, but if I swept, that would look terrible. You did not, though. That's right. No, I don't think I did well at all. Uh, you well, and Tony, uh, wait, 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 wait. Let, let's find out. It's time for the Shining Wizards pay-per-view pick extravaganzas. Dominion and always ready. So, uh, I don't, so... Here's now I have a, a fear. Oh, um, because we were go for Ryan Davidson at seven, but now since it's Ryan Davidson against Trevor Murdoch, I have a strange feeling they're both going to join us at seven thirty to ha- kind of do a face to face. Ooh, or Ryan Davidson is going to call at eight o'clock because that's he what time it would be seven o'clock over there. But we'll find out. So I don't want to get too deep into. Uh, picks and if we're going to get interrupted in eight minutes um so i'll just go here's what here's where we let's start with always ready since the new nwa world champion will be calling in now we did not know the status of the matt cardona nick aldis match we all picked nick aldis now 
I did not count this pick because I think we all would have probably chose differently if we had known it was going to be a four-way. Is that fair? Yeah, and, and, and usually whenever we have a change in matchup, whoever's watching tries to give the heads up, which I did, but I was not expecting anybody uh, to, to actually answer. But I had to throw it out there, you know, per the rules. And since nobody responded, you know, it is what it is. I think it's absolutely fair. It happened It happened in pretty bang-bang, Tony. Your yeah, it was. It was. To, to when it actually happened was pretty bang-bang. So, um, well, I did not count that match. Okay. I think, I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of moot because we all had all this, right? We all had all this, yes. But uh, I don't need any more losses on my end, okay? <laughs> That's the word of the day today, moot. Uh, Kevin, he was the brightest star. At the NWA pay-per-view going an astounding eight and two. Yeah, Kevin ran the shit, man. Kevin Kevin had uh, had the money on that one. Beautiful. Uh Tony with a respectable six and four. Uh and I carrying up the behind like I usually do. Oh Jesus. Uh five and five. All right. Well, it wasn't a losing effort. So what did I lose? I lost the the, t- the women's tag match. And yeah, I, lost, I think we all lost that one. And I lost um Taya. Taya, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at that. Kind of surprised at that one. I guess if you're... <laughs> maybe they were just bringing her in. I really don't know. Because they made a big deal out of it, like making her debut, you know? I mean... Now, you would think Markova could have taken a loss there. You know? Yeah, and didn't she? I thought she lost a couple weeks ago to, like, Kenzie Page or something. Or am I making that up? No, it's possible. Kenzie's been on a roll. I told you, Kenzie. No, you know what? There was a week where Kenzie wrestled. Oh, God. She wrestled. I think it was Mickey James and Natalia. And I think she lost both, but she's been looking really good. Really good. One half of the new uh, NWA Women's Tag Team Champions, by the way. Yeah. Uh, now, Tony, you watched the show. Kevin, did you have a chance? I did. All right. Tony and Kevin watched the show. I did not have a chance. Highlight of the show for me. Uh, Women's tag match, Ella Envy grabs one of the titles, and as the referee takes it from her hands, she hauls off and kicks Marty Bell right in the baby maker. Holy so, cow, dude. Were, were they heels going into this match, Tony? It's they kind were, of weird. They were hugging kids at ringside. Well, Kenzie Page also had family there. They were all in the front row. But Kenzie's thing is, like, she's just been getting fired up lately. Like, she just gets angry in the ring, whereas I think Ella Envy is just playing a heel. And uh, and uh, Kenzie tries to keep her under control because the, the announcers kept harping on the fact that, you know, Kenzie doesn't know what happened. You know, like she didn't know that Ella Envy, you know, kicked her, kicked Marty Bell below the waistline to get the win. Yeah, that was a good that was a good visual. That was that was fun, dude. She just like a off. Oh, my God. She monster off. monster shot to the. You know what, though, man? I'm not I mean, I didn't pick it. But I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. But, Kenzie, I didn't love. I, I didn't love. Other than that, I didn't love this match. I mean, I'm it's, kind of into it because I know the players. Right. It wasn't the best match of the show. Right. Of course. But, that's that's basically what I was getting at. And I hate to be that guy that critiques like wrestlers doing stuff that I can't do. But it was very awkward for me for a lot of it. You know, it was really awkward. The one that I was very surprised at. And I wouldn't even take the pick back. I would pick it again. Mims and Tyrus. Bro. Yeah. I get they played Mims up with the shoulder gimmick where he was hurt. 
but there was a whole lot of weight in here. This should have been Mims's night to take that belt. It should have been. I don't. Been. I don't watch enough to to. I mean, I try to get it in every week, but I don't watch enough to to know how they really feel about Mims, as opposed to how I'm pretty sure I know how they feel about tires, which I have no idea why. No disrespect, but like Mims is like the guy that you. I, I want to see Mims as like a champion. Oh, me too. I was hundred percent for Mims in this one, and I think. Somebody had brought it up, and I think it's because Tyrus walking around with the championship, carrying it on television, is like a big plus for the NWA. Because Tyrus still does TV every week. Right. Does he still do like the news stuff, like the Fox yep. News? Yep. Uh, so to have this big dude out on your on a, a local uh, on a local on a national news channel with that belt sitting there, you know, that's and a pretty with, big um, visual. And with, I mean, he he had some he had some fun heel spots in this. Like I believe, I guess Mims had bandages on. Yeah, his arm was all tied. And then and then uh, Tyrus like literally would just like put it in it, like literally just like kind of gag him with it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a completely terrible match. I was just wondering why, you know, like I thought it was Mims's night. I'll tell you whose night night. was. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, your brand new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Trevor Murdoch. Trevor, how are you tonight, man? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Oh, I love hearing that voice. We are doing fantastic. Congratulations, first and foremost. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Is everything clear? I'm currently, right now, sitting. Uh, I am doing the NWA tapings as we speak. Uh, I have a match in 30 minutes. So I, I took some time out of my day to talk to you guys about our upcoming event. Well, we appreciate it, and we won't take up the all 30 minutes. We'll only take a few minutes of your time. Newly crowned NWA World Heavyweight Champion, two-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion. June 25th, though, Wildcat Sports X-rated. Ryan Davidson, I know it's not for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, but Ryan Davidson has been around. Uh, he's long for the Wildcat world. Uh, how do you prepare? I mean, you have so much going on right now, NWA world champion, but Ryan Davidson, he's now he's got to be. No, he's a beast and he's in my way. Um, and I'm sure when he found out I won the world title, it got him even more excited about the opportunity. Um, you know, that's the one thing that's always excited me about Wildcat is they've always had an amazing roster. And the men that were world champions were, they were grown ass men that could, that could whip ass and Ryan's no different. Um, the, 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 the thing is with me is I'm, I'm currently on a train boys and that train's moving forward. And if you step in front of it, well, I'm sorry. Uh, what happens happens. Um, this is my career right now. I'm doing some of the best work I've ever done. I'm on top of my game, 100% and um, big, small, green, yellow, fat, skinny i don't care who you are i'll take you on challenge is open to everybody um i would have i would have given ryan an opportunity for the nwa world title if we would have had some more time to work out the contract deals obviously things happen quicker you know out of nowhere and and i don't have the opportunity to give him that shot maybe just maybe if he beats me he might get that opportunity interesting nice i kind of like that uh, Trevor, speaking of opportunities, I know I, I, I watched the NWA religiously. I know you've been on a tear. Um, and unfortunately, earlier in the night on Saturday, 
friend of yours, friend of ours, Aaron Stevens, was your opponent early in the night. Uh, must have been a little bittersweet to have the privilege of wrestling him in his swan song and also to have to send him on his way with a big loss. That's where, like, you know, um, you hear the additives, you're here to make friends or make money. That's where that statement comes from. Um, again, I don't know, you know, why Aaron would choose me to be his last opponent to wrestle. Most guys want to end up, uh, I guess, go out on their feet. You know what I mean? And and again, gentlemen, um, right now I'm, I'm in the middle of no-nonsense bullshit. I don't care about what's going on with other people. I know that sounds horrible, but sure as hell is working for me. So I'm focused. I'm focused on what's going to happen, what I'm going to do. And, and Aaron, God love him, you know, sometimes doesn't make the best decisions. And, and it, it wasn't a good decision to have me as his last opponent. So speaking of, speaking of decisions, so, so real, how, how, Kev, um, let me, let me follow up real okay. quick. I'm sorry. Uh, I know you finish, you finish opponents off with the top rope bulldog, but I saw you hit a plancha to the outside on Saturday as well. Right. Is this part of Trevor's new, you know, like nothing standing in my way. I'm going to beat him no matter what it takes. Well, that's it. It's to the point like NWA is growing so big and we have got so many talented wrestlers that at that point, it's almost, um, you know, kind of throwing everything in the kitchen sink at somebody um, at, at always ready pay-per-view. I was in there against not only Nick Aldis, Tom Latimer and Sam Shaw, uh, three guys that could be world champion at any moment at the right time. So, you step into the ring and you see an opportunity. It's it's one of those things. I sure as hell didn't think I was going to do it, and it wasn't. <laughs> it's yeah. just an opportunity, and uh, let's see if the fat man can get get some air. So, so how how prepared were you when when this when this match was kind of announced? How how much did you know about it? And do you feel like you kind of you didn't get the revenge you needed on the former champ Matt Cardona? Um, me and and Matt are going to have our dance. Nice. That's, um, whether I'm world champion or not, um, he owes me a W and I'm coming to get that shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, now, would I rather have had Matt in there for the world championship? Sure as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, <clears throat> I want, I'm, I'm the world heavyweight champion. That means I, I, I beat the best and Matt's, Matt's one of the best. Um, he's lucky that unfortunately he had a, he had a bicep tear and once I knew that happened, my attention moved directly towards Nick because I know Nick was swarming around it. Um, one of the things I learned from my first run was um, when I was chasing after the world heavyweight title, I chased and chased and chased Nick everywhere. I was relentless. Um, while I was doing that, what I didn't realize was I was burning myself out. And I, I wasn't able to be the world champion that I wanted to be, and Matt Cordona capitalized on it. Now, this time, this time is going to be a whole lot different. Not to mention, I waited. I sat back and I waited for my right moment for the right time. I told everybody. I told it. It wasn't, it wasn't a surprise. I've been telling people for weeks, I'm coming and I'm going to be the world champion again. Now, if they didn't listen to me, that's their own damn fault. But I, I gave loud and clear. I said the warning, I'm coming. And I, and I proved it every time I've stepped in the ring. Now, with the other two gentlemen jumping in, that did catch me off guard in that fatal four-way. I wasn't expecting Sam Shaw, and I wasn't expecting Tom Latimer. Um, definitely game plan changed. Um, what 
worked in my benefit as the ego and the desire to be world champion from Tom Lattis, Tom Latimer and Sam Shaw. Uh, those guys wanted it just as badly as, as I did. And again, I just had to wait for my right moment and the right time. And I saw Nick and I just, they teed it up and I took it. This, uh, the new attitude, uh, since you lost the NWA world heavyweight championship has been phenomenal to watch. I'm not going to lie. Wasn't the biggest fan during the chase. Uh, I felt like you were kind of like, all oh, shucks, I'm going to go get him. But uh, now, this is, I'm all in. I want I want to kick heads with Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> I've had a lot of people ask me, what's the difference between my first title run and me winning the title this time? Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, the first time it felt more like for Harley and felt like for my family and felt like it was more for St. Louis and for the people that have supported me. Um this one, boys, is all me. It's all mine. I love it. Quit my way. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna blaze blaze my own path my way. And if I piss people off, well, I'm sorry. At the end of the day, <laughs> I'm still gonna end up being world heavyweight champion. Um, I would hear so many stories about top guys having to step on people to get up to, to be elevated or to get their opportunities. I've heard so many kind of semi horror stories. And I always told myself, I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't, I didn't want to carry myself that way in the business. I didn't want people to think that way, but it, I'll be honest with you. Maybe they had it right the whole time guys. You know what I mean? Cause we're still talking about those champions and, right. and now, and now they're nice guys. Now everybody loves them. Thinks they're great <laughs> while they were going after the world title. They thought they were the biggest pieces of shit out there. Well, I'm going to tell you what. If I don't care what you think about me right now, because at the end of the day, you're going to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And let me ask you this now. Wildcat Sports, June 25th. This is your first time with Wildcat Sports? Yeah, I was um, I was planning on coming down. And, and you know, Wildcat Sports has, has, has grown. And a lot of people know about the company. They've put on great shows, huge houses, great matches. Um, and I had planned on coming to Wildcat, and boom, the pandemic hit. And it just shut everybody down, shut everything down. And, um, you know, I just figured I'd have to wait for the right time and the right moment. Wildcat Sports picked up. Uh, I heard that, you know, that they were going to be doing a show. And, and I called up the promoter and said, hey, let's, uh, let's do some business. And he goes, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to fight your world champion. <laughs> and he goes, now, uh... Oh. Yeah, let's get her done. Nice, get her done now. After now, we know this is uh 21 and over at the uh Southport Hall. Uh, you, you're victorious. Let's just say, hypothetical, hypothetical here, you're victorious. You beat Ryan Davidson. What's the first drink you're getting yourself at the bar after a hard night's hard night work? We'll start off with a Miller Lite and uh, we'll lead into how the rest of the evening goes, depending <laughs> on the company that around me. <laughs> Love it. Love uh, it. I do like to drink a little bit of the whiskey. And, nice. uh, you know, when I have when I have a little bit of whiskey, <laughs> I'll have a little fun. Um, so, it, again, it comes down to the company that I'm keeping and whether or not they can control the beast that comes out. <laughs> Good time. Because, hey, what, like, and this is, you know, real, real, real talk. Um the way you see me in the ring, the aggressiveness, the, the hard work I put in, I do the same thing when I'm having a good time. Um, I, I go all in on everything. That's just who I am. I don't do anything half-ass. 
And uh, granted, it may have gotten me in trouble throughout my career, also given me some amazing opportunities. I love it. I love it. The NWA World Champion uh, Trevor Murdoch's with us at Real T Murdoch on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Wildcat Sports X rated June twenty fifth at Southport Hall. Fifty walk up tickets. So if you like, you want to walk up and see Trevor Murdoch kick some ass. You want to see Matt Lancey, Luke Hawks, PJ Hawks, the whole Wildcat crew. Go, like I said, when we had Matt Lancey on, go camp out, grab some crawfish, hang out in front of the place, and then grab a ticket. You can, Maybe you get a drink with Trevor after he beats uh, Ryan Davidson, who didn't show up for his interview, by the way. Yep. He's, he heard you were coming. He's scared. He's running. Well, think- sucks to be him, guys. And uh, <laughs> I'll take all the TV time that he doesn't want. And so, uh, you know, I ain't scared, boys. I've been doing this 22 years, so uh, – that, that's the good thing, too, man, is I've seen anything, everything. I've seen it all. Um, and that's what makes me such a threat to people because, you know, I, I've seen it all. I know what you're doing. I know what you're thinking. And I'm also the type of guy that's not afraid to take a shot to give a shot. If we're going down, you're coming down with me. You know, and that's that's just my philosophy on, on what, what I do in the ring. Now, you'd mentioned you were not prepared uh, you've kind of ran yourself ragged before you ran into Matt Cardona. What are you going to do differently during this reign? And and how do, does the pressure of being the NWA world champion, uh, how does that affect you? Um, well, on the pressure end of it, I'm, I'm representing a whole company. I've got I've got a whole company on my shoulders. I'm, um, <clears throat> I have to go out there, and when I'm wrestling, I have to make sure that I, every night that I prove that I'm the best in the business. Um, the, the difference between last time and this time is, um, everybody, if you want, if you want the world title, you're going to have to come to me. I'm not, I'm not looking for the fight anymore. You got to bring the fight to me, but you please understand something. Anybody that's listening to this and watching this promo, if you come at me for the world title, I am here to hurt and maim. That is my world championship. It is my company, and this is my time. So make sure that when you do run your mouth enough to get my attention, that you're prepared for the ass-kicking that I will give you. If uh, if someone on this podcast had called you a booger eater, would you oh, beat your ass? Well, let's just say there are some people you just don't give attention to. I... Who, who called me the booger eater? Yeah, sh- me? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it was the guy that asked you the question. I read one of my shirts. Have you ever seen what it says on my shirt? And this one doesn't say it, but it says, everybody's a tough guy until you meet one. <laughs> ain't that the truth? Yeah, he ain't kidding, Tony. It's a, it's a motto I live by. So so this is what I get. I'm the guy that watches the NWA every week. I'm the one that tells you guys what Trevor Murdoch's been up to, yet I'm the one that that used this this foul term to describe him. Are allegedly. you out of your mind? Allegedly. Well, it wasn't but, me. There's nothing alleged about it. Well, I don't get butthurt too easy. I got a thick skin, boys. So believe you me, I, I've heard it all, especially when you look like me. You hear it all. And Listen. I... You can't you can't have thin skin in this bit. I'd post up at the bar with you anytime, my man. Any <laughs> single time. Trevor, it was an absolute we understand you're super busy. We appreciate you taking the time. June 25th, Wildcat Sports X-rated, 50 walk-up tickets that sold out outside of that. Wildcatsports.com. Every Tuesday, uh 
pay the pay for the fight so you can see NWA power. The NWA world champion is going to be on every week. What's next for the world champion? Is it is it Latimer? Is it is it Sam Shaw? We're going to get a healthy Matt Cardona at some point. It don't matter. Trevor's busting heads. Yeah, I don't care, gentlemen. Like it doesn't matter the the the, the names because they're just going to be added to the body count. That's all there is. I don't care anymore. You are. I don't care how badass you think you are. I am not going to let you go in there and run over me. I do. I got one quick question. Tyrus won his match against Mims on Saturday. Yeah, he's got his lucky seven. Tyrus may be staring across the ring from you soon, too. No, you're you're 100%. Like that's those are the things that I, I do think about and I have to keep my eye on guys like Tyrus because he is a monster. And I have watched him get angry and crush people, not only in the ring but outside of the ring. So I would be an idiot if I told you I wasn't keeping an eye on him. And most likely, with my luck, the way it is, him and I are going to be standing face to face. And it may be the worst night of both of our lives, but you guys are the fans. You guys are the ones that will get to get to enjoy it. Well, we will definitely enjoy it, and we've enjoyed this, Trevor. Thank you so much. Two-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, at Real T Murdoch on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him. Watch the NWA. Check out Wildcat Sports on June 25th. Trevor, it's an absolute pleasure to speak. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you again. Thank you, boys. I got to go whoop some ass. So. There you Kick go. His Kick his ass, Seabass. Thanks, champ. Be well. Thank you. The champ. The champ. How dare you fucking assholes no. throw me under the ball. <laughs> I would have never. If he didn't bring it up, oh, you would have never heard a peep out of too. me. There's no hiding here, you yeah, fucking you're right. humps. Two hand jobs I Holy fucking do a show shit. with. I, I wonder how you felt about to, that. I was watching the clock. I was trying to figure out when I was going to fit that in there. We got, was that a solid 15? Yeah. Yeah, it was 15. Nice. And Luke even checked in to make to make sure he was on. Good old Lukey Luke. Perfect. Did you, t- did you ask Luke where the bear is? I think the bear's gonna call at eight o'clock. Probably. Luke got Luke got pounded by the the uh what are they called? Fixers. Uh, the fixers, yeah. Bradley and uh Ligursky. Big Lebowski. Oh. Yes, Lebowski. I can't <laughs> believe uh homicide did double duty. That was fun. Tony, when 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 Carino came out, were you expecting Homicide to uh, to lose that match when Carino came out? Yeah, it was kind of weird. That's the way they set up, but then it wound up being like another ten or eleven minute match. It was crazy, dude. That finish was incredible. the The pinning combination that he that he put him in, like he like it almost looked like he was getting him in like a a camel clutch, but then just like it just rolled it forward, fold, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then folded on top. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. I love Homicide. Tony, it was a good show. It was. It was good all around. It was good. And all I think the fact that they were in like a big building, a bigger building, um, and I know if they, I know they've done it before, really added to the atmosphere. And I think, and I'll say what you want about the announcers. I think Joe Galley and Tim Storm and even Velvet Sky had a decent outing. Well, Bully Ray had a great outing with them too. I couldn't Bully hear Ray Bully Ray. Good. I feel like his mic was low. No, he was good. He was good. Dude, I don't like the way he talked to my boy though. Keep walking. Keep walking. Well, he's got to. I mean, he's Bully Ray. That's what he when does. Cardona went and gave him the stare, the stare down. And and Bully Ray was like, you you just better keep walking. Like, I don't know. He had Mike yeah. Knox and VSK with him and Chelsea. You don't, t- you don't talk to that way to my guy. 
Well, your boy walked away with his tail between his legs, so there you go. No, no we saw that differently, I guess. There you go. <laughs> so, I actually thought I almost picked. I thought I picked PJ Hawks for this one. I'm glad I didn't. No, Homicide's not losing yet. Homicide's on a roll. Matt, did you pick PJ Hawks? No, I did not. I took Homicide all the way. Oh, we're joined by the Mark Voter. Oh, Tony. Tony has business to attend to. Yeah, what else, uh, Kevin, what else uh, stuck out? I heard Camille and, and Kylan King was an awesome match. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and then, ah, God, I forget the, the, the name of the person that came in afterwards. Uh, something that the Impaler. Oh, Max Impaler. Yeah, she came out and they got into a kerfuffle after the match with uh, Camille. Um, so, Matt, full disclosure, I was like kind of like, abbreviatingly watching this so like you, know, you hit you hit the scroll bar a little bit so I, I can't fully say that how good the match was but from from what I, first of all both of those those girls are, are really good they're really they they really have a presence like both of them have like a legit camille goes without saying but right. cling has right uh has a, a a great presence too so that actually kind of felt like a marquee again from someone who doesn't watch the nwa religiously it it felt like a really cool marquee match. It felt like it felt like this was like the first time in a while where it felt like Camille could probably lose the championship. Nice. So yeah. So the mat from what I saw, the match was great. I was watching it at work, so I had to kind of had to you know scroll bar a little bit. But uh, it was uh, it was fun, and Camille's still the champion, and now it looks like she's going at it with uh, Maxi Impaler. Did you enjoy the uh, the Stampede Stud winning his uh, t- tag title? You know about the stampede stud, don't you? <sighs> what if that's I, if that's what they were going to call him when he made his return. Oh, dude, mama, that's, that's rough, dude. Yeah, for for a bulldog, it's definitely rough. That's a fucking <laughs> a stand. He's fucking Davy Boy Smith's kid, and he's been there before, so we know who he is. You want to call him the stampede? stud all right so here's can i be a bad guy here for a second you can be whatever you want dude i don't hate the idea of it of someone being called the stampede stud i think but if you're like the stampede stud harry smith or the stampede stud davy boy smith i wouldn't have an issue with that because we've seen worse and like everywhere of course but if he was literally just the Stampede Stud, and then his, you know, his name got shortened because they hate first names, and it would just be like Stud, <laughs> like, like that would be that would be bizarre. But if if they if their idea really now, and this is Harry said this right? Yes, he said this in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I just lost it. No, it was it was in. I know he did. He said it in an interview with with somebody. So that, I mean. It's not inside like the ropes. Inside the oh, the very people that love that do our, the crossword puzzles that we love. Yeah, great magazine from the UK. Yeah, um, man. yeah I guess he came in to do the dark match. He was going to be the Stampede Stud. It went really well. Uh, and then they said next time you uh, you'll be on SmackDown for your debut. And then he got COVID. And then he said he was kind of forgotten about. I came to TV one or two times. I was waiting to come back. And then they called and Johnny said he wasn't a fan of it. 
Um, Wait, so he said that he wasn't a fan of it? His release. I'm sorry. Okay, so it, so if if Davey maybe my, Boy Smith maybe my internet cut out. Let me read that again, Kev. No, you, I don't think it did. Oh, it says uh, his his return got stalled. Uh, he had a bad case of COVID. He said this led to his return falling through the cracks. Then I was kind of forgotten about. I came to TV one or two times. I was waiting to come back, and then they called, and Johnny said he wasn't a fan of it. His release. He wasn't happy with the list of names he was given, but it wasn't from him. I don't know what they were waiting for. The only thing I was told was I was going to debut on SmackDown. They were going to call me the Stampede Stud. It just never happened. It wasn't my fault. I showed up more than in shape. I saw Vince, and he was like, oh, you're looking good, kid. Okay. Now he's a NWA World Tag Team Champion. That's right. With Doug Williams, baby. Hell of a tag team. I lost that pick. I thought... uh. I thought it was the rebellion's turn. Well, I mean, they're they've had a nice little run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they've been champions for far, far. Don't ask on my champion list. I like how you said don't they star. What's up? I like how you said don't they star. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, not active, you son of a bitch. God damn it, internet. It's for a long time. Uh, so, Kev, uh, while we wait for the T-Donk and our guest to call, Ryan Davidson should be joining us shortly. Is that a fact? Is it, uh, that's his fact. So he just he confused the time zones. Yeah, I'm going to refrain from saying anything. Um, uh, that's, not that's not a bad thing if he did. It's, it no, I mean, I just put it you know, in giant capital letters, Eastern. Um, uh you had texted us last Monday night just as we had wrapped up and I was making dinner. They booted Edge from Judgment Night. Judgment Day. Judgment Brunch. Whatever the fucking stupid thing it's called. That's right. And then the reports were that he they wanted to make it like a supernatural group. I don't I don't like zombie. I don't know what you know the extent of the supernaturalism was. I haven't heard that. I haven't seen that, but I mean, if you're going to do that, why not have the demon in there? So I guess uh, I guess Edge wasn't a fan of it. Is that what it was? Is that what's uh, being reported? As reported by Fightful, Edge was reportedly not in favor of the Judgment Day going a supernatural route, according to a report from Fightful. Edge being kicked out of the group on Raw may have been a result of his opposition to future plans for the faction he is said to have been opposed to wwe wanting to add supernatural element to the stable i see that's such a i don't know what that means like, did, they, did they want like do they want do they want edge to be like the new taker I, I don't know i don't know what they wanted it was clearly something he didn't want to do though i just thought this was just because they needed a top baby face because uh because cody got hurt because of the code ski. Yeah, the code ski road ski. So I just thought, all right, let's take Edge out of this and now have him be our guy uh, at the top there. So maybe you have him feud with Rollins now. Or you have him feud with, yeah, I don't even know who the other baby the top heels are on that show. Um, but so that's what I thought. Dude, I, I wonder. I wonder if they made him get a haircut for this group and then – they pulled this bull crap on him and he's like furious that he got a haircut. That's like, that's my concern, Matt. 
You're worried about his hair. I'm worried about his hair. Because Edge seemed like a long hair guy. He had short hair at some point when he right. retired. But I'm thinking, like, dude, like I just cut my hair for this shit, and you're going to make me be a ghost? Well, it did. It, look, we don't know the extent of said supernatural uh, go- ghouls and goblins. Well, supernatural to me is Undertaker. Sure. Right? Because that's what like they the called dead, him. He, he was the dead man, so he's like a ghost. Yeah. So if Edge and Edge is a bat, so my take right this, just from hearing it for the first time ever, is that he thinks it would take some of the realism away from the group, which is supposed to be evil, bad men and women. Just like that's it. Like this is what we do. We're dark. We're like the House of Black, if you will. Right. Like, Maybe they were gonna go like a Papa Shango route, and he was like, "No thanks." Where they go, but start putting black magic spells on people. So is is Edge? Do you know Matt? If Edge is scheduled for Raw tonight, is I believe scheduled? he is. Okay. So and this the plan one... for uh, Finn to join the group that was happening after Hell in the Cell, regardless. So Finn would have been in the group with Edge. Yes, that would have been cool. Because Finn as the demon and whatever they may have wanted Edge to do and Rhea and Priest probably could have worked if it wasn't too... And and this is never not in question with WWE. If it wasn't too hokey or too cartoony or too gimmicky. If, if, if If they kept it the same way and Finn joined, that's a monster group, man. Yeah. But he, he's out now. Yeah, and I like Finn. This actually elevates Finn a little bit. So if it if it if it resurges Finn's career, which they've done so many different things to try to, uh, maybe not try to, but they've stopped and started him so many different times in so many different ways. Whether it was going back to NXT, whether he got hurt, whether you know Bullet Club or uh, whatever he was, he was uh, he was there with. Uh, when he first came in, he was with uh no, he wasn't. That was AJ. But he at some point he was associated with Carl Anderson and, and Gallows. Yep. So like if this is a push for Finn Balor to maybe get back up there, then I got no problem with it because I need me some Finn in my main events. Of course. Love the eggplant. That's not what I meant at all. How about uh uh I think it's happening it's not happening at Money in the Bank. It's happening on SmackDown, Riddle and Roman Reigns. Ah, they they like Riddle, and it's good that they got the the titles off of Randy Orton and Riddle because now, like, if you want Riddle to be a top guy, this is your chance now. If you want Randy Orton to go back to being his constant main event player guy, now you have two different guys that could be in the top of your card. And again, this goes back to the um, the Cody being out thing. It helps having now separating these two guys and making them both individual maintain uh, main event players they uh, they announced nine months for cody i think that's uh john cena edge speak sure so right on time for the royal rumble no i mean i'm right like right. it's gonna be they're exaggerating the length of time yeah. he'll be out so he can come back early and make a nice video of him training hard i don't think i think they i don't think you show him nothing nothing not even Unless- American uh, flag skull thing. What's that? Do flex skull? The flag skull. Fucking ugly tattoo he has. Oh, I mean, you could do something like that. You could throw that out there with like, just like maybe like in between segments before you go to commercial, you just flash that up there. 
and then you go. I'm a little annoyed that Roman Reigns Matt Riddle isn't a money in the bank match. You think Matt Riddle's ready for main event match with with, with the champ champ? What's the difference between being the main event of SmackDown and the main event of Money in the Bank? Well, Money in the Bank's a premium live event. SmackDown's available to everybody. I'm just saying. Did you say premium? Just say pay-per-view, dude. Premium live event. I got to go with the lingo. What are you, fucking back to being corporate, Kevin? No, I'm not corporate for them anymore. I'm AEW corporate. Okay. That's right. That's good. Uh, You know who the new Intercontinental Champion is? Wait, Ricochet lost to Ricochet lost. Yep, to, that's why we have a new Intercontinental Champion. That makes sense. Uh, oh my God, who was he supposed to fight? Um, was it wasn't it wasn't Shinsuke? Was it? No, it was a it was a big boy, right? It was a big boy. It was. Who's a big boy? Gunther. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Gunther, Walter, Walter, Gunther. and Gunther. Walter and Gunther. Let's bring in our guest here. Mr. Davidson. What's going on, guys? How are y'all? Great. How are you? So far, so good, man. Another day in paradise, so to speak. Well, uh, we talked to uh, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, your opponent for X-Rated on June 25th. And uh, he essentially said, uh, if you're standing on the tracks when the train is coming, you better get out of the way. Mmm. You know, I, I can say this. Um, Trevor Murdoch's Trevor Murdoch. I mean, he is a now two-time NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, and uh, that comes with a lot of respect. And who am I to say that I wouldn't have a respect for a man that, before even holding the NWA title, uh, that has uh, made such an impact in the world of professional wrestling. So my respect, for sure, is there for Trevor. Uh, before this match and after this match, win, lose, or draw, However, what uh, Mr. Murdoch fails to know and realize is that he is not the first NWA champion that I have stepped in the ring with and beaten. So these nice little train analogies is all fine and dandy, but I know on June 25th, the show's called X-Rated for a reason, and I don't think Trevor Murdoch has any idea the type of talent or the caliber of damage he's actually going to suffer when he steps in the ring with me because... I've been the Wildcat Sports Heavyweight Champion since Christmas of 2019. Now, let's think about that for a second. Christmas of 2019. And June 25th of 2022, I'm still the Wildcat Sports Heavyweight Champion, despite a pandemic, despite any other kind of barriers that pro wrestling had to jump over to go ahead and survive. I still have brought that title anywhere and everywhere that I've ever competed at and have won. And I plan on doing the exact same thing on June 25th against the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Now, this is not your first uh, X-Rated foray. 2017, uh, you were part of X-Rated 3. You got seen with Tracy Smothers. That is correct. Um, Tracy, man, um, I miss him very, very much. And I know a lot of people do. Uh, Tracy was one of the uh, very few pioneers in um, pro wrestling that saw uh, the potential that I have and have had and the skills have developed. And he didn't have to pull me to the side and give me advice or uh, glorify my skills in any way, uh, even when I didn't even know him as a person. And um, he did that and always reminded me that uh, basically what I've done and what I've accomplished is for a reason. And um, 
he's always been a massive supporter and I miss him a lot. So yeah, the last X-rated show, uh, you know, or the ones we did in 2017 and everything, I've had the privilege to tag with him and other stars from pro wrestling. And uh, it's, it's always been awesome. And trust me when I say there is no one that can rile up a crowd like Tracy Smothers, man. And uh, I don't think anybody could do it uh, as well as him. And uh, he's sorely missed. Uh, we're talking to Ryan Davidson at RD bear 57 on Twitter and Instagram, the wildcat heavyweight champion. Now I know um, Trevor just won the title. Is there enough time to talk about maybe a, a title versus title? You know, I can tell you this. I was, um, I would say I was shocked, but not surprised. Cause once again, Trevor Murdoch, despite his uh, trash talking, cause I mean, that's, I guess, was what you have to do, right? I'd figure a guy with him would have a little more class, but that's just me. Uh, but I, I will say this. I was I was shocked of him retaining, uh, or not retaining, but uh, capturing the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against the talents that he's had, uh, that or that the NWA does have. So as far as the, uh, you know, the ante was already up as far as first show in almost a year for Wildcat Sports. Uh, it's one of the biggest organizations in the country. Um, it, it's an X rated show, which means that anything goes from literally the moment the show starts till it ends. There's been so many wild and crazy events. And now that on top of that, Trevor Murdoch's the new NWA heavyweight champion going against the current reigning and defending wildcat sports heavyweight champion. So now it's just that much bigger of a matchup in my opinion. Um, but as far as being prepared, I mean, like I said, it just, um, it, it is another night and another opponent that I need to go through. And all signs point towards uh, Trevor Murdoch counting the lights as the referee slams his hand down the mat for the one, two, three. So uh, once again, I am jazzed up for June 25th. Uh, and, and if you're out there listening, you should be too. Uh, we had Matt Lance on a couple weeks ago. He's going to be taking on Shane Taylor, first time ever. Ryan mm. Davis here taking on uh, Trevor Murdoch and more matches to be announced June 25th at Southport Hall. Uh, 50 walk-up ticks tickets excuse me available so get there early because that's sold out they got 50 walk-up tickets available uh you get there early grab some gumbo grab a, a brown bag <laughs> and a 40 ouncer hang out in that new orleans sun and then be one of the first people to get in for x rating get fucking crazy yeah man Brian, it, Brian, it, Brian. it's it's gonna be a crazy Brian. show brian there's a there's a third wizard right and i don't he dipped like 10 minutes before you came on and we have like a, a gig, uh, a gag where we say Tony hates guests. So if he comes back during this interview, can you ask him why he hates guests? Absolutely. I can. And I'll also say that he is a giant piece of shit for jumping off this call. Uh, how dare him? I'm the Wildcat sports heavyweight champion for God's sake. Since guys, since Christmas night of 2019, I've held and defended this championship. I mean, come on. Yeah, now cut me a little slack, Tony, you fucking asshole. Yeah, sure, well, no, he is. He really is. <laughs> yeah, when he shows up, good. This will be hysterical. Um, good. I just wanted to get you in on that before you went. Cool. Through. Not a problem. I appreciate you giving hey, Matt, me Matt, let me dive in here that. real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we talk about Wildcat. We've known Luke forever. We've known Wildcat Sports and Entertainment for a long time. So what, what what is the atmosphere like at a Wildcat show? Like, What could people expect when they come to a show, especially as major as this one that's coming up? Uh, on June 25th, uh, how, what's the what's the atmosphere like for a Wildcat Sports Entertainment show? I got one word: uh, insane, 
absolutely insane. The energy is, and I know it sounds like an easy sell and everything like that, you know, to do it for ticket purposes and what have you. Listen, I, I am a very, it's, it's sold out. I'm a very well-traveled uh, professional wrestler on the independent scene. And I've, and I've, I've been blessed to go overseas to Japan and Canada and do all these other different things. And it's been great, but I can tell you this wildcat sports is one of the only organizations I've ever wrestled at. Um, to where the crowd, like, you never know what you're going to get. And they always do well on ticket sales, especially for the X-rated events. And unfortunately, due to regulations within the state of Louisiana, Wildcat wasn't able to run any kind of events for a while. Now their first time back in almost a year, and just like you said, it's sold out. It's sold out. Like, the only way you can get tickets now, and there's only 50 of them left, is you, you got to get there early and walk up and buy them. That's it. And I, you know, no disrespect to any other wrestling organizations out there, but not many can say that. I can tell you that right now. So the fact is, as far as the atmosphere when it comes to Wildcat Sports, man, it is insane. The fans are rabid. They want to see good wrestling. They want to be entertained. And they get nothing short of that anytime a bell rings for Wildcat Sports, man. So once again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but June 25th is going to be freaking crazy. And I can't wait. So I have to ask because I ask every single Uh-oh. wrestler that this, comes on this show. Is this who's about being to Japan, Japan, Matt? Yeah. Uh, so you ended up at DDT in 2018. Yes. You ever fuck with the raw horse? Diver fuck with. <laughs> wow, what a question! Um... Lance, Lance Archer did the show, and he told us he loves the raw horse. He loves it. It's his favorite thing. You know, I can I can tell you this: the the raw horse was not something I disliked, but it was also not something that I would say would be a favorite of mine. Everyone's different, um, but uh, I guess to answer your question, I guess I slightly fuck with the raw horse. So, <laughs> but did you know. enjoy? Like, so you wouldn't go out and order it. Right. But somebody was like, you got to try this. And you I didn't. mean, I will try recommendations. And I'm the type of person that, you know, when it comes to food, especially in different cultures, don't knock it until you try it, no matter how weird it sounds. And um, I've probably have drank more beer and more highballs and strong zeros and eaten more steak over there in that beautiful country than I, I probably ever did in living here in the United States for my 37 years of existence. So, um, all, all I got to say is, man, is that um, when you know, when you're when you're in a culture like that, you you, you got to try what's recommended. You got to go out and just live a little. You know what I mean? So I know Lance, he's a great dude, great wrestler. But if he fucks with the raw horse, hey, I ain't going to say it to his face. Hey, man, plenty, plenty more for you, dude. It's all good. Yeah, I think he puts like fucking peanut butter on everything, too, which is really weird. Hey, man, I know a lot of guys like that. Peanut butter on cheeseburgers, peanut butter on their eggs. I mean, it's hey, man, uh, whatever floats your boat, I guess. I guess, but on a cheese, delicious cheeseburger. And you, you'd be surprised, man. You would be surprised. I've tried it. It's not bad. Once again, not something that I would go out of my way to order. But if somebody said, hey, Ryan, try this. It's pretty interesting. I'll try it and go, wow, not that bad. Yeah, but so, you wouldn't do it again, would you? Depending on the circumstance, uh, how much alcohol is involved? I was going to ask that, too. <laughs> All of it. All of the alcohol is involved. Ah. Uh, Hey, Tony, Ryan Davidson here. Brian, how are you, sir? Man, I'd be a lot better if I wondered why you hated guests so much. Well, listen, I was trying to prepare myself to ask you a very important question. 
Oh, yeah, really important that you couldn't be on this call, right? I mean, you do know that I've been the Wildcat sports champion since the end of 2019. Here it well, is, the middle of 2022. Well, that's so, kind of what I wanted to ask you about. See, Matt, uh-huh. has, Matt has the opinion that Trevor Murdoch's going to kick the ever-loving shit out of you. Do you ever Man, that's – you know what's funny about people and opinions? They're like assholes, and everyone's got them. And most people that say their opinions are a bunch of assholes. Well, the so guy above you is, is a big asshole. I, I got to tell you that one. Hey, and that's, and that's let me make how you get the shit kicked out of your asshole. Let, let me make this clear. I'll tell you this right now. Ain't no man above me, baby. It's all good. So regardless of what the screens are looking like. But, Tony, in all seriousness, though, uh, I appreciate – you and you other gentlemen uh, having me on the show. Had to bust your balls a little bit. Hey, look at that. You switched the screens up. Thank you so much. Now I'm above you, Tony. Yeah, so he, Kevin did that on purpose. So I didn't do it. Shit, you could shit down on me. I, okay. I, I pre- see, hey, he's laughing. Kevin, it's fucking hey, Matt. I knew Kevin, it. you're the man, bro. I, I appreciate I appreciate the uh, the wall behind you and everything. I was going to ask about that. But uh, other than that, yeah, you just got a couple more points for me. So good shit, my man. Beautiful. Yeah. What did you want to ask about the the Canadian flag you brought at uh, Harmons or the flag store? Oh yeah, tell me about that. Oh He's wow, watching. look at that! I was a big uh, big Bret Hart mark back in the day. Still am, obviously. Oh, who isn't? If yeah. anybody if anybody doesn't like Bret Hart, there's something wrong with them. To be honest with you, it's like you're a fan of pro wrestling and you do not like Bret Hart. Yeah, go over there. The door's over there. They yeah. need to leave. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then it grew into an obsession of being a fan of like the, the entire family. Uh, Right, the entire family, and then Canadian wrestlers, and I love uh, Canada. And I went to SummerSlam '97 in New Jersey at the Meadowlands. Nice. And I wanted to, I, I guess at the time the motive was, like, kind of try to be a dick and rile people up by like bringing a Canadian flag with me <laughs> to the show, with my Bret Hart shirt on, and all that. Right. Stuff. So I got this. This flag is from 1997. Oh wow! Very cool. So I, this is the one that I brought to SummerSlam 97 and I was actually interviewed for the Bret Hart documentary but they didn't use it. You know, you I'll, I'll, cookies. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you this, uh Tony see you keep fucking up and it's just it's making me sick to my Ryan, stomach. I so, apologize. Um it's okay, not a problem. Uh you know, that there's two out of the three wizards are shining and you're just dull as shit right now, Tony. This is making me upset. Um, I'm just kidding, man. Hey, uh hey, Kevin, I got a cool little story for you that kind of ties in a little bit to the Hart family. So, I mm-hmm. had the um I had the pleasure, I, you know, Tim Storm former NWA champion. Him and I are very close. And uh, he's a great wrestler. And, uh, you know, him and I have feuded in the ring. And also we've tagged a lot. And um, the last tag match we had was against uh, Lance Archer and Harry Smith when they were the killer elite squad. And which was really, really cool. It was awesome. It was a great match, you know, and everything. And I think it was only my second or third time I was in the ring with Lance, you know, because we've always had good matches for the few that we've had. But the one thing that I could not help, because I don't know if – Enough wrestlers talk about this, but everybody basically marks out in their own way. I mean, I know Mark gets a dirty term. Me personally, I I kind of agree on the same viewpoint as like William Regal to where I don't like to call fans marks too much. I I respect the fans. I respect the people that go out of their way to support pro wrestling and what have you. But I can tell you this. I personally marked out because Harry Smith, for whatever reason, wore his dad's heart foundation vest to the ring when we wrestled. So when I was in the locker room and I saw to where it said bulldog across it, and it was the original vest that he had in the hard foundation. And I'm bulldog. British bulldog is one of my favorite wrestlers. I immediately was like, and it was, uh, it was a real cool moment. So I'm with you, man. Canada is a awesome country. A lot of awesome wrestlers. I know when I was, um, 
always hearing stories from book and everything like that, you know, being trained under uh, Booker T anytime, any kind of Canadian wrestler would get brought up. He, he would always just like best wrestlers on the planet come out of Canada. Like there's some, just something in the water in it, Canada, it, you it, know? It's so funny that you mentioned like how you feel about the term Mark. And I've said it before, like how I don't tend to like to do stuff that make me look like a big Mark, but like, right. at the, but then I got the best advice I ever got in my life from, I, don't, I think Falaba has worked Wildcat before. Are you familiar with Falaba? Ah, I love Falaba. Very, very good friend of mine, man. I I, uh, I miss him dearly. We actually got to wrestle for the first time singles uh, down here in Texas when he was last down here. And I, I can't say enough great things about him. He's a He's great dude. One of our one of our closest friends, one of my closest friends. And yeah. he literally just said, listen, I'm like, dude, I asked, I think I asked like Matt Cardona to sign something for me after a show that I worked. And um and I, I told Fallon, like, I was so nervous to ask him. He's like, why? I'm like, I didn't want to feel like a Mark. He's like, well, do you take bumps? I'm like, no. He's like, well, then you're Mark. <laughs> and, and like, Very fallable line. Yeah. And then, like, right there, you know what? But, but it put it all into perspective. Like, I'm not a wrestler. So at the end of the day, if I'm a fan, I'm a Mark. So it's okay. Right. But like I said, I think we're all Marks, man. I, I don't think it's any different than uh, people going and, and uh, watching uh, anything. I mean, you, anybody can be a Mark for Star Wars. Anybody can be a Mark for Jurassic Park that came out. Uh, Top Gun movie. Uh, the new Mission Impossible. If anybody's a Tom Cruise Mark, you know, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Music and everything like that. So I, I once again, I feel like it's one of those things that if you're a fan of something, be proud of it. And I think that's just where the community lies. And um, I, I really do appreciate wrestling fans, whether they think I'm great or they think I'm the drizzling shits. Either way, hey, man, you support pro wrestling, you're good with me. And that's the way I look at it. So you've been uh, a regular at Wildcats since 2014? That's correct, yeah. Um, and now you're their world champion. How? What does that mean to you? means everything man i'll be honest with you when i'm the first couple of years when i came to wildcat sports man all i do is just put the boys over that was it you know <laughs> what i mean uh i was i was pretty much uh going in there and just having the best match that i can and uh just doing what i was uh you know told to do by luke Cox, who's I, I, uh, we don't have enough time on this podcast for me to tell, say how awesome a person is he is and um you know, he'd probably listen to this and be like, hey, Ryan, quit kissing my ass, you know, and like all those things. But uh, he's a great dude, man. And and we're solely responsible for me and so many others to get opportunities in Hollywood and on heels and what have you. And he's doing amazing, you know, young rock and heels and everything like that. The list goes on and on. The sky's the limit for the guy because he's done so much already. But, uh, you know, when I came to Wildcat, man, uh, you know, the fans didn't really receive me well. And rightfully so. I mean. You know, I was the guy that came in. Yeah, I had great matches and it was intense, but I'd, I'd lose. I'd be counting the lights. I know every light at a couple of those <laughs> events down there in uh, Metairie and New Orleans. But eventually, you know, it was uh, my work shows, man. And that was something that book uh, book told me early on. is like, it doesn't matter how much the politics play into things. If you're really that good enough, the cream eventually rises to the top. Like, that's just it. You know, um, and uh, I pretty much was rising to the top, so to speak. And then I come in and uh, basically just showcase what I can do. And the next thing you know, on Christmas night, which is amazing to wrestle on Christmas, by the way, it's such a cool feeling to do a wrestling show on Christmas Day. Uh, I walked in there and uh, walked out with the Wildcat Sports Heavyweight title and I've had it since. So um, it's been awesome. I know you've defended it uh, at ROW. Yeah. Um, and you, you've kind of been all over Texas with the championship. What does it mean to you 
to represent Wildcat because uh, you mentioned before Wildcat hadn't run a lot since the pandemic, but you've been out there, you know, carrying this this championship title around with you. What does it mean to be essentially the face of Wildcat Sports? It means it means everything, man. And it's not just for Ryan Davidson, the wrestler. I think it's for anybody that's ever put on a pair of boots for Wildcat Sports or just pro wrestling in general. Uh, because once again, during that time, I mean, no one could have told me that two, three months later after winning the championship, whoever's got their ringer on their phone is a total asshole. So, uh, Tony, is that you? That's my doorbell, dude. Relax. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. They ramped me up, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just I know. It's like, Jesus, I come in and, like, you know, they always hey. give me shit. I miss guests and I hey. pop in and, you know, wow. Tony, I'll, I'll tell you this, uh, from especially from a wrestling business, the guys that give you the most shit have the most love for you. It's weird, but it's very, very true. So now, take you know, that you, with what you will. You say that, though. But my first, true. my first commentary job, I was calling a match between our good friend uh-huh. Falaba and Kyle the Beast. I don't have a when that program. son of a bitch Falaba was walking to the ring, he took all my notes and just threw them on the floor. Oh, he loves you. He's oh, he loves you. He loves you, bro. <laughs> you, you get it. You're gonna get a Christmas card from that guy. Yeah, <laughs> but seriously, it's 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 interesting. It's very interesting how that works. But anyways. Uh, yeah, man, you know, a couple months later after winning the title, who would have thought that a worldwide pandemic would just shut everything down? And, um, you know, I was lucky and fortunate enough to be in an area of the United States and to have the skill set to be booked on certain events as long as health standards were passed and you know, health is top priority. And I can't tell you how many COVID tests I've taken, but, and I mean, I know a lot of wrestlers can say the same. My bag was... 20 pounds heavier due to the Wildcat Sports Heavyweight title, and I carried around with me proud. And I wasn't just wrestling for me or just Wildcat. I was representing the boys because they didn't have the chance to go out there and put their boots on and do what they need to do and make money and, and you know help their income and everything like that. Because, I mean, a lot of wrestlers, that's all they did was wrestling, right? And then when you have a pandemic and it takes away from you, what do you do? So to me, I kind of looked at it with the mindset of uh, not that anybody asked me to do it, but it was one of those things of just like, well, shit, man, if I'm the champion – you might as well go ahead and represent like one and go out and represent people that do this along with you. And I'd take that belt everywhere I could, even promotions that I got booked for. I would always ask them if I'm just having a singles match with a guy, I would uh, contact Wildcat Sports and I would contact the promoter and go, hey, can I put the Wildcat title on the line? Can we make it more interesting? Just to give Wildcat the rub, just to give anybody the rub, to make things bigger than what can it be? Because that's what it's all about, man. It's It's all about the uh, relationships that you build and the good business that you do. Cause with once again, besides the politics and unfair things that we all know happen in pro wrestling or in life in general, um, good business is good business at the end of the day. And I wanted to do as much good business as I could. Now uh, I, I was, I, th- I could have sworn I saw something on social media and, uh, and I know Matt Lancey had, had mentioned it last time we had him on here. If you miss this this June twenty fifth X rated show, you guys are running another show uh, later in July. Maybe he mentioned. Yes, I believe so. As far as the date, I can't confirm. I think it's towards the end of July, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I do. I cannot remember a confirmed date, so I don't want to say a date on here and be like it's going to be this day, and then it's yeah, like a week earlier after social. But I thought right. I saw the announcement. But yes, and I, I was given pretty much the heads up that once the X-rated show was implemented and set in stone, that Wildcat would be full tilt, ready to rock and roll again. And once again, like Wildcat was always those shows that as a performer, 
you know, uh, with all due respect to other companies, it was one of those shows that I circled just a little bigger on my calendar because I just knew the type of environment I was stepping in with the fans, with the talent, with the um, with the expectation. I should say, when it comes to being a part of Wildcat Sports. And um, for anybody that buys a ticket on June 25th, man, those, those expectations are going to be beat, man. Because even me being a part of the roster, like I still get blown away how crazy those shows can be. It's absolutely insane. Now, with with the, the Wildcat going full tilt and uh, hypothetically you walking out of X-Rate is still the champion, uh, you always have a target on your back. You're the world heavyweight champion. We know Shane Taylor is going to be there on at X-rated. Uh, obviously, Trevor uh, and, and a host of others. Texas is like a breeding ground for for badass hoss ass kickers. Um, is there somebody you haven't had a chance to tangle with down there that you'd love to to have come after your title? Man, you know, I I have certain. Um... I have certain requests as far as if it ever comes to, because, you know, I I like to joke around and say the gods of pro wrestling, the pro wrestling gods, you know, because you you can't control shit in pro wrestling. You just can't control yourself. Right. But if there was any person that I could talk to, that'd be like, hey, get me in a match with this guy or what have you, this, that, whatever. Um, I would say right off the bat, I've never had a singles match against Luke Hawks. The guy that runs the organization. Now, him and I were the last two of the um, Battle Royal that we did at the uh, Pontchartrain Event Center, which I believe was Wildcat's biggest event. Had a couple thousand people there, and it was such an amazing time. And it was me and Luke Cox at the end, and he was the better man that night. Walked away, won the Rumble, everything like that. And I believe that was the last Wildcat show, or no, the second to the last show that was ran uh, before – the pandemic happened. So Luke Hawks would be a guy that I would say I would like to uh, face. Also, his son, Perry Hawkshurst. So basically, if I could take on a Hawks Harry, that'd be great. Um, hey. You know, but I mean, as far as different stars, I've been in the ring with Shane Taylor. I've been in the ring with pretty much damn near every person that was on the Ring of Honor roster. Uh, a lot of people on AEW, things of that nature. So as far as having a favorite, I don't. Uh, the only thing I can say is that my mindset is is that anyone that would love to have the opportunity to work with me inside of 18 by 18 or a 20 by 20, by all means, I, I put up a hashtag RD versus the world, and I truly mean it because I want to wrestle anybody and everybody that I can. Now, uh, X-rated, taking place June 25th, Southport Hall. Uh, Matt Lancey told us some some pretty crazy stories of one of the X-rated uh, events where he almost got his wrestling license taken away from him. Um, what can people expect on the 25th? You, Trevor Murdoch, fucking balls to the wall. <laughs> like how, yeah. how X-rated is Ryan Davidson, uh, RD Bear 57 on social media? <sighs> Follow him. How, how X-rated are you going, bro? Bro, let me tell you You're something. Fuck with that horse shit. Bro, I'm not only gonna fuck with that horse shit, man. Let me let me tell you something. When it comes to when it comes to the X-rated shows, man, I have had uh, dudes try to uh, punch me as I was uh, walking from like literally around the ring post. They try to reach out and hit me. I've had one lady literally throw a bottle at me. Uh, I've had people that have just like, as I'm trying to like maneuver through the crowd, they're just like, I can literally feel like the warmth of their stank ass breath, like on my neck as they're sitting there cursing me out or cheering or drunk or just don't know where they are. Cause let's face it, it's new Orleans. Hardly anybody remembers the time that they have there because it's such a part of town. But 
at the end of the day, when it comes to X-rated, man, it doesn't matter what environment it is, man. I, I'm, I am built to thrive. And once again, been the Wildcat champion since late of 2019. I'm still the Wildcat heavyweight champion. Defended it for numerous different companies, numerous different states against numerous different challengers, man, and all came out on top. So as far as getting X-rated, I mean, in this aspect, I feel I'm already X-rated. I've already done what not anyone else on the Wildcat roster can say that they've done, including Trevor Murdoch. But once again, the respect's there. I'm looking forward to it. I know I got my work cut out for me, but I know that work is not set one way. It's a two-way street because if Trevor Murdoch thinks that he's going to come in off this momentum of being the NWA World Heavyweight Champion now, I think that he's just going to walk right through me. He's going to be sadly mistaken, and I hope he thinks that. I really do. I hope he keeps bringing out those stupid-ass train analogies that apparently he's talking about. I hope he tells <laughs> everyone that he's going to you know, drink like eight beers before he even steps in the ring. I, I really hope he underestimates me. I really, really do, because I've been underestimated um, my entire career. People telling me I wouldn't do this, wouldn't do that, and I surpassed all the people that wouldn't tell me I wouldn't do the things and still keep doing them. So, And that's, and that's a shoot if we want to use these – shoot terms brother uh but it's a it's it's true so uh once again the respect's there man and i'm I'm looking forward to it but you know let me tell you something for anybody that's buying a ticket man when it comes to a hoss fight a hoss fight you're not going to get and see anything better than trevor murdoch versus ryan davidson what's the uh what's the post-match drink after the hoss fight you go to bar Man, I personally, first of all, I, I don't know that I might lose some fans over this, but I, I can tell you this, that the one beer that I will not touch is Yingling. I think it's the most disgusting beer on the planet, and I take pride in drinking a lot of different beer from a, a lot of different places. Uh, but I'll, I'll probably say that my first uh, alcoholic beverage is going to be uh, a chilled Silver Patron uh, with a lime. Oh. And... Uh, and I think I'll have about two or three of those, and then maybe I'll get a beer to chuck, you know, swish it back with or what have you. Maybe some Jameson. I don't know. But uh, outside outside of that, man, those are going to be my drinks of choice. But I'm not thinking about alcohol. I'm thinking about Trevor Murdoch, June 25th, right there, that X-rated event. So whatever happens after that happens after that. Oh, Ryan, we are super excited for the show. X-rated June 25th, Southport Hall. 200 Monticello Avenue in New Orleans. 50 walk-up tickets available day of. The rest of the show is sold out. You can't fuck all unless you walk your lazy ass, get off your fucking couch. I know it's hot in New Orleans in June, right? Like I said, get a gumbo, get a 40-ouncer, maybe grab an umbrella so you don't melt in the heat. Just go hang out outside uh, Southport Hall. This might this might be like a a, a Star Wars Phantom Menace campout situation we got going on over here. Man, yeah, fuck it, camp out. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I New Orleans and Houston. I'm in Houston, and uh, I, I can tell you this: it's very similar weather, man. So uh, you basically just sweat your ass off from literally from the front door of your house, basically going to your car or what have you, man. So either way it's come hydrated so you can get dehydrated with all kinds of good alcoholic beverages. But at the end of the day, man, when it comes to pro wrestling that I, I can argue that that is going to be single-handedly the biggest show that independent pro wrestling is going to have that, that day on June 25th, right there, um, in new Orleans, Louisiana. And I'm, I'm so stoked, man. It's going to be freaking so cool, dude. We're stoked. It's a, they keep announcing announcing matches. It seems like every Monday, mm-hmm. right, right about when somebody's on the, on this show, Wildcats uh, performers. So mm. that's fantastic. You and Trevor, Matt Lancey, and uh, Shane Taylor 
uh, uh, Hawks Airy is wrestling. Come on. I believe uh, Brady Pierce and uh, oh, Tony from the Shining Wizards. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't fucking flex. Yeah, don't. That was terrible. You ain't got, you ain't got shit, son. You got shit. Come on now. Come on. Oh, now. look at that. Come not bad. For it's not bad. I see, I see the striation in that bicep. I like it. Thank there you. you I like to striate when I can. You know? <laughs> <laughs> look at that, boys. Look at that. All right, man. Y'all telling me, y'all telling me to not uh, to give Tony shit when he gets back on, man. I don't know. Tony might be giving y'all some shit. I don't know, man. I Always. see them arms, bro. All right. Drink your apple cider. You see that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. I look like Nosferatu, right? Nope. You said it, not me. Your, your forehead's <laughs> shiny as shit, though, bro. Uh, let me get a little buff there. Bust that better. That's nice. That's a, that's a good glow. That's a good glow. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Davidson at RD Bear 57 on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you follow him. Ryan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Before we let you go, is there anything else you want to leave uh, us with, the fans with, anyone out there listening? Uh, get your ass down to New Orleans, Louisiana, June 25th. We've, we're all broken records, plugging it, plugging it, plugging it. But I'm telling you, man, if, if you're just a fan of just good, old American fucking badass wrestling, independent professional wrestling, dude, June 25th, man, Wildcat Sports, you're not going to be able to beat it. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of the best events any independent organization is going to have this entire year, man. It's going to be absolutely insane. Once again, Instagram, Twitter, at RDBear57, Ryan Davidson on Facebook, man. I go against Trevor Murdoch, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, against Wildcat Sports Champion. Uh, it's going to be an awesome show, man, and I look forward to uh, being at that event. I appreciate you guys having me on, and for all the fans that already bought a ticket that are going to be there, appreciate you you guys and i promise we will beat any and every expectation you got nice well, ryan this was an absolute pleasure i don't even think we scratched the surface anytime you want to come back and shoot the shit and just have a good time shit yeah man one. not a problem matt kevin tony you guys are awesome man appreciate y'all having me on thank you thanks appreciate for coming you. ryan enjoy your night good luck on the 25th champ thank you sir appreciate it you tony two- trying to throw me under the bus fuck you two champions on one show that's this is awesome it's called yeah. champ champ Champ, 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 champ. So, right. look for champ. Oh. <clears throat> All right, you out. got me. You got me. <laughs> oh, let's get this out of the way right now. Uh, if you uh, want to support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, you can do so over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast for as little as $1 a month. You, yeah, you, monkey boy, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and for that $1 a month, Kevin, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. I forgot. I have, to, I, have to, I have to go to the bathroom. Hey, so go. Be gone. <laughs> you know I'm just going to add his screen when he's gone. That's fine. <sighs> Dude, look at that Canadian flag, folks. Ah, get a fucking flags are us. <laughs> oh, Canada. I am a flag. No, do not put me there. Please take me away.
Nobody can hear you when you're not on the screen. It's just literally the flag. <laughs> That's even funnier. Everything you were saying, I'm watching your mouth move, and I'm trying to tell you I can't hear you, and I'm not on the screen either. <laughs> oh, fucking A. Uh, right, Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. We have reformatted the Patreon uh uh, tears. So check that out. You should have got an email from us. I know Tony sent one out a couple weeks ago. Great job, Tony. Uh, we're making it more uh, so that you, the fan, the supporter of the podcast, can be involved. So um, $10 or more a month uh, and you will become a part of the show. You will get to sit on an interview. You will get to be part of Can You Beat That? You will pick a Wizards Rewind. You will sit in for a Wizards Rewind. And so much more. $5 a month. Um, I don't know what that is. $5 a month. We will promote uh, your social media, your website. We will uh, plug your... We will mention you every week. And uh, you will get uh, bonus episodes at the $3 tier. Uh, and all sorts of great stuff. And then for as little as $1, that's right, $1 a month, you just give us a dollar. And we're just going to mention your name and check it out. All these people on this list are mentioned in the same show as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Trevor Murdoch and the Wildcat Sports Champion Ryan Davidson. At this time, we're going to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Carazzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Danny Rusinello, at not Danny Russ. Anthony Rusinello from the Mark Order podcast every Wednesday night. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Kate the Great Hensler. Uh, she's on the Mark Order podcast. She's doing Sour Graps. She's doing the SmackDown Rampage Fightful Post Show. We got Matt Garifo, the brother of Kevin Garifo, but not related to Kevin Garifo. Follow that on your fucking flow charts, people. Matt Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, uh, Kenny Hossey, Mr. Scotch Drinksmore. Uh, Jay Cop, Big Cop of Pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks on the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com, home to a variety of great shows. What are you two moves it's, doing? It's Kevin. He wants everybody to see me eating my rice cake. Thanks, buddy. You Why don't you join us? Ice cakes. What Happy birthday, Mark. Murder somebody. Lives are going to be. <laughs> I literally just added myself back to the stream, and this happened. I didn't mean to do it. Huh. There you go. Happy birthday, Mark. No, we're past that, buddy. Yes. All right, Thomas Costa, Mott Spock at High Five Tom. He's doing the Marking Out ROH Revelry podcast. Check it out. Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, the true prince of pro. Uh, Braden Bergen at Berg XRO. He's the LeBron James of Mattel Elite figure collecting. Uh, he's a cool dude. He wears our shirt when he goes to wrestling shows and he gets pictures with champions. That's right. Former champions. Uh, Brendan Haney, uh, Kerry Cowling at the Kerry Crush. Ryan Schlong doing the God's work over at the Mark Order podcast at Mark Order Pod every Wednesday night. Uh, Asian Joe. He's Asian. His name is Joe. He's from Calgary. What? He's from Calgary. <laughs> David Henry Bauer the third. This is Pal Antonio Horseman make experimental music at Harvestman Records 856.bandcamp.com backslash music. Mike Peterson at LOL Mike Peterson. Rob Humphrey. 
Uh, I dunk biscuits, our friends over at the UK, the Daily Smart, dailysmart.com, at the Daily Smart on Twitter. They help you find the latest wrestling news along with up to the minute daily podcasts. Don't forget, we deliver keggers, uh, YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. Uh, roll. And last, but certainly not least, taking pictures with JT Dunn, looking to give out Shining Wizards business cards, rocking our gear, Mr. William Mercier. Junior. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Kevin, I know what you mean. Can I interrupt you real quick? Please do so. If you are not a fan of the Shining Wizards on Facebook or in the Discord, you are missing a gem. Matt Squires, for Kevin's birthday, created the Royal Rumble poster from the 1992 Royal Rumble where every single participant is Kevin. It Did, is glorious. I wish... Uh, I don't know how to... Like I said, like I don't know how to do technology. So I wish I could have pulled this and put it in the StreamYard thing. Because I think oh. it's... Because I think it's so good. And Tony, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you noticed this. I think I'm 99.9% positive that the order that he made it in is the order of the Royal Rumble entrance. I think I think you're right on that. I saw that you commented that, and I think you're absolutely right. Because the only one that I had confusion with was Macho Man, because I thought he came in earlier, but I may have confused that with 92. I mean, with 90. And because, um, because uh, he was eliminated by the undertaker in 92, but he technically wasn't because he jumped over on top uh, over the top rope on undertaker. I think it's right. I think he has it listed in the exact ent- entry order of rumble 92. Kev, if, if I, I'm, I'm in the background right now trying to figure this out and I think I've almost got it. Cause I would love, I'm going to post it on our Instagram up. tomorrow. I just want, I just don't want it to be, it's, it's, it's a work of art. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I wish I, I wish I had the time and the creativity. Look, I'm sure it doesn't take him long. He's a fucking master. Of this he stuff. does it every week for uh for yep. TBTB. TG, TBGDB. TBTB. Let Turn me see. Throwback. Uh, think I've got it. Let me see. All right, here we go. Let All me right. see if this will so post up. this bad boy up here. If you're watching on the YouTube, if not, go back and download it. Oh, you can't download YouTube, but go back and. Uh, and watch it on the YouTube. Replay. There it is. Oh, you gotta make there that it. The, is. You gotta make that the full picture. I mean, I can't. I can't zoom in. It is what it is. If I had more right. time. Oh wait, here. Can, let me try this. Ah, it's not working. Can I nitpick me, about something? Well, oh, Jesus, why are you looking at me? <laughs> can I nitpick about one thing? And this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. What's that? Uh, why, Go back to the, the picture. I, I'm trying. The, the okay. gimmick is new. So this, the the picture of Haku. Is is a picture of Ming from WCW. That's all right. You know which one my favorite is? I I, I can I this this should be my top five. My top five favorite pictures of me in this photo. Oh, actually, I have two favorites. Number one, I think is. Can Virgil. I guess? Oh, can sorry. Guess? Go ahead. Well, I, Virgil's one of them, but I, there's two other ones that I really like. I think Piper's the best one. Oh wait, let me see Piper. Eh, no, that's just a good. Re- look, look at my face in that. No, <laughs> I'm having such a great time. I I think better is Big I, Boss Man. Big Boss Man's good. 
And flare. the other one I like is Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> I love the flare. Look at the flare. <laughs> Ted DiBiase's not bad either. They're all great. He did, oh like, my god! Look at the Hogan for like. I wonder, like, did he like? Did he not do like like Skinner? Because like Skinner looks like Skinner. There we go. And yeah, Slaughter, you know, like Undertaker looks like Undertaker too. And Sergeant Slaughter looks like Sergeant Slaughter. Dude, and the Berserk, the Berserker's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, th- this is tar- This is the this is the best gift I got, and my family got me great presents. <laughs> this was without a doubt the greatest. This is the gift that keeps on giving. Dude, Colonel days. Mustafa, holy shit! Am I in that? Dude, that's you. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Yep, it is. <laughs> you know who it looks like? It looks like Revolting Blob. It looks like Joe Shoes. <laughs> oh my god! The Jake the Snake is good. Now that I'm looking at it, the Hercules is good. This is this is the kind of stuff that you get when you follow us on social media. When you're a member of the Discord, dude, we love this the, stuff, man. Look at the look at the Texas Tornado one. It actually it actually looks like a dirty Shawn Michaels. Well, and look, and so does a dirty Shawn Michaels. And, and Dude, Shawn Michaels looks like a dirty Shawn Michaels. Your Shawn Michaels looks like you dressed up like Zicky Dice for Halloween. Outlandish. <laughs> so, oh my god! So I could totally. This has to. This is definitely the order of entry because Bulldog was one, DiBiase was two, Flair was three, Sags was four, Haku was five, Michaels. Yep, this is definitely one hundred percent the order of entry. Dude, dude, the fucking Virgil is uncanny though. Like, you... <laughs> it's so weird. It, it just looks like me with a. It looks like me with a tan. Like, that's like my exact face. Dude, even Skinner, even dude, these are all these are all so good. I can't tell if the Skinner's actually me or not. Though. Oh no, that's you, dude. That's you. But like, what? Are, like, my, when have my eyes ever done that? You look like you're doing a Redbeard impression. <laughs> I talked to Redbeard today, actually. <laughs> Love I love me some red beard. Red beard's awesome. Holy cow, dude, that was fun. So now I know how to do that. Hold on, let's let's get some feedback from the chat here. Uh, I took it down, so I will not be posting it again. I'll I was just it. talking to Zick. Jesus. All right, here we go. You want to talk about somebody who like fucking throws their weight around when it comes to wrestling fandom? Nobody can. I mean, nobody could top our own KJG. But no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, relax. I know you guys have close initials. That's yeah, confuse me for a second. No, but Kate dropping that she was talking to Zicky about Gordo. Eh, why you got to do that? Kate, well, Kate's a big star. Let's give her, let's give her her flowers. I understand, but you know, there's, there's, there's the humble brag, and then there's like the hey, guess who I was talking to today? (laughs) If any one of us wanted to reach out to Zicky Dice, we could. I have his number on my phone, dude. I used to text him and and Zicky stickies with him back and forth. No pun intended. Oh boy, well, Tony, guess... can, can I ask you something real quick while Matt's gone? What you want to talk about, Matt? No, I don't want to talk about Matt. We, did we ever give a full leaderboard of the picks? No, we didn't. Uh, I don't know if you guys talked New Japan while I was on hiatus. We did not talk bit. New Japan, so maybe that's why. Okay, oh, so we're going to save don't, it. Don't bring up New Japan. Fuck New Japan. I I, rather, I like the show. I'd rather do top five with you and have fun, like because oh, I'm not just going. I can't do the top five without Matt. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm no. We could do the top five, but we don't have to really talk. But about I do. I can let you pick the top five because I have two options. 
Well, here, I'll put the standings down below. So right now, I'm still in first. No, let's wait, because we, we haven't talked New Japan yet. Yeah, but we'll talk New Japan, but I'll get this out there. So I went 6-4 and four in WA, 5-5 five and five in New Japan, which is dog shit. Kevin's in second, 92-45, and 45, two back, 8-2 and two NWA, 5-5, five and five, also in New Japan, also dog shit. Matt, 83-54, and 54, I think he's 50 games back. Matt went 5-5 five and five in NWA, but then went 7-3 and three in New Japan. That's a strong showing. But, I mean, it was flip-flopped. Like, we both had pretty good showings in NWA. Yours better than mine, of course. And then we sort of shit the bed a little bit. Like, we might have let out a turd or two. 7-3 in New, New Japan, Japan is pretty good. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, you and me both picked Okada, and he picked Jay White, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I, You know what? As a matter of fact, let me check. I don't even, to be honest with you, I, I think that's the only result I know from New Japan, that we have a new uh, world champion. I mean, is, we, uh, we all we all picked Tamatanga. I think he lost. He definitely lost. Yeah, to Carl Anderson, right? Yeah. So Carl Anderson's the new never open wager. That's think... the weird dude. So many of these matches, though, like they're hard to pick because they're constantly flip flopping these titles. It, you know, it, it is it is wow. And I mean, Matt Matt's the big New Japan expert with his you know Fight Club podcast, so he's the one that we got to defer to on this. But it's... yeah, I think. I think we all picked uh, Okan and uh, Hula Hula, the Pineapple Man, to win. That's very disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. It's a loving, endearing nickname, I, uh, actually, I think. Um, I don't know. So, Dingleberry's back. We can go over it with him. We just covered the, the current standings, and we mentioned that Kevin and I both went 5-for-5 five five in New Japan, and you actually ran away with it at 7-3, and three, even though you're still, like, 45 games back. I am only uh, 11, 11 games back. Yeah, only Sorry, 11. I was, I was dealing with the Morris County Sheriff's Department. No, you, dude, you do not have to explain anything, please. Well, I actually kind of want to know now. Well, now I want to know for sure, but if Matt would have kept his mouth shut, nobody would be well, inquisitive. No, why? I was just gone for it. This is all out of left field. Apparently, they apprehended a man in Parsippany with my wife's registration and our insurance card. So someone... Is your wife, is your wife your, okay? Rhiannon's fine. She's at work. We dropped the car off in Parsippany to have it worked on uh, last week at the Firestone over there. So I'm guessing somebody, either the car wasn't locked. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. So someone broke. They they probably didn't lock the car, and someone got in and and grabbed it. Was there anything else missing? I don't know. She's gonna check now. Jeez. And you know, it's a it, that's on that's on the Firestone because oh it, for sure. But like, here's here's the thing. If I can do a PSA real quick, lock your freaking car doors, people. Lock the doors and take the key fobs out, because people use these cars that they get into, and then they commit worse crimes with the stolen cars, and with the stolen information. So please, for the love of God, lock your car doors, and take the key fobs out. Take everything that could access your car out of the car. Take your purse. Take your wallet. Take everything out of the car. Because people got, drive from Newark to Long Island, steal a car, and drive it back and put it on like some port and get and send it overseas. Get out. Get take everything out of your car. That's it. Sorry. No, you're Big good. Big problem. Yeah. Listen. Before I go to bed every night, I grab the keys. I hear my horn beep. I hear my wife's horn beep. I know I'm good. Every every single night, my neighbor had her car broken into. Happens like, every everywhere. day, every everywhere. single day it happens, and it's and they usually don't just stop at the one residence. They have a car that's probably already yep. stolen, yep. and then and then they, they just, run out and just start pulling on door handles. And then if they get lucky, they rummage and they take it, or they'll just straight up 
steal the car. Also, don't start your car, go back in your house for any reason, and then come back out because they wait for cars for nice cars to be started and and then you leave and leave them because all they do is they jump right out of the back seat go right near your car and boom god I- ironic story about that do you remember Local Local i think it was that. yeah i think it was like four or five years ago we had the uh the surprise snowstorm where nobody was ready and it took people like 50 yeah. hours to get home that was brutal my wife's uncle started his car Went back inside, the car was gone. They stole the fucking car in the middle of a fucking gridlock. Where the fuck did they go? They got away with the fucking car. Criminals don't care, man. <sighs> nuts. Absolutely nuts. Fucking crap. I saw, I saw the phone was ringing while I was doing the Patreon reads, and it was a Morristown number, and I was like, is this someone calling from the fuck for about the pizza truck tomorrow or this week or some nonsense? And then... uh. I hit the the button to see what the voicemail said. And I was like, this is Morris County Sheriff's Department. Then my father called me. He was like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, the Morris County Sheriff's Department called me looking for you. <laughs> I do fine work over there. I used to I used to work with a lot of those guys. So they're good people. Oh, yeah, my so God. That was, so that was I, like, I got to call this guy back and find out what the fucking story is, man. I can imagine your dad going, what did he do? I used to work adjacent to the Morris County Sheriff's Office building. Oh, you know Jason too? I'm sorry, I know a Jason. So anyway, sorry, that was the little just the fucking explain, craziness bro. of my life. No you should problem. be happy. I made two for two on guests today. Oh, uh, two you for know why, Tony, you know why one I'm and happy? a half for two. You know why I'm happy today? Why are you happy? Jay White! Is your IWGP heavyweight champion. And all you AEW fans, be thankful for Jay White. You want to know why? If Jay White doesn't beat Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega doesn't run to the United States with the Young Bucks to start a wrestling coach. Oh, you fall for that Jay White is a god. Be thankful for him. Adam Page, you fucking dumb bitch of a cowboy. Oh, we're just just plagiarizing now. You got him, buddy. Wrestle Okada, because you ain't fucking wrestling Jay White for that title, bitch. Oh, is is Okada really wrestling Adam Adam uh, Adam Page? No, I don't think so. Adam Page called him out when he was the champion last week on Dynamite, but he's not the champion anymore. Oh, so we're gonna get Adam Page and Jay White? No, Jay White said, "Fuck no, no, yeah. fuck no." So maybe we'll get Jay White. So Matt, so who do you say Jay White? tangles with now at the Dorsky. He's the fucking champion. He can tangle with whoever he wants. If he wants to bring back fucking that loser Marco stunt and beat him with one finger, he'll do it. Risk control the whole time. Alright, well I don't think that's happening. So if you had to guess, who do you think that Jay White faces at Forbidden Door? That's a great question. I don't know, Kevin, but they gotta get their shit moving. Is it, do you think there's still a chance that it can't? See now, alright, so here's this might sound weird, but on a Forbidden Door pay-per-view that's supposed to be New Japan and AEW with a, with the IWGP champion that's been on AEW, I don't know if I want to see that. I don't want to see if they end up doing Adam Page, Jay White. I don't think I want to see that. That Why doesn't you want to see that, that? Huh? Why wouldn't you want to see that? Because it doesn't feel like it's 
it's a shit match versus AEW. I want to see like I want to see like literally like cultures collide. Like I want to see a Japanese guy versus an American guy. Like you know what I mean? Does that sound is that bad? Is that bad that I said that? What is this 1950? I don't know. I just want I I would have loved to have seen <laughs> like but I guess we have to now because Jay White is the champion. But I would love to have seen Okada. Obviously, Punk is out of the question, but like Okada versus Page, which we could still get, and Jay White versus—I don't know now. Adam Page does not deserve a spot in that. Nope. Your nope, your, nope, gut, nope, nope, your main event is Moxley and Tanahashi. I love it. That's that's what I'm talking about. I want to see the culture clash. Like that's what I want to see. Like that's what the Forbidden Door, this Forbidden Door pay per view means to me. Is the Jay White the, is Australian? He can culture clash with anyone. That's a great point. That's a good point. But we've seen Jay White on AEW already, is what I'm saying. Like, he had a program, and he's been on Impact for... Again, maybe I'm picking nits. I don't know. But part of me wants to see something that I've never seen before. Okay. That's not a bad thing. But I, I think Jay, I think Jay White and Adam Page is pretty spectacular. I think Okada Hangman Adam Page would be good. No, I don't, no, I don't think no, Jay White no, made no. In, main eventing an AEW paper. You guys are out of your fucking mind. No, we're not. Adam Page sucks, no, dude. Adam you don't Page think sucks. Jay White the credit oh, one of these assholes that goes Adam Page had a two year story with Kenny Omega. Well, fuck I, Adam Page no. and fuck Kenny Omega. I love Jay White. I got no issue with Jay White. But you have a problem with him being in the main event of an AEW pay per view? Yes. He's not in the the main event is Moxley and Tanahashi. I don't like that either. Why? Because of this. I don't know enough. This is this is my New Japan. That's on you. That's not on them. All right. Uh, Doesn't mean I don't like it. Doesn't mean I can't not like it. This is my New Japan ignorance coming in. I don't like any of these matches so far. If it's if it's Jay White, Adam, I'm sure I'll like them from an in ring standpoint, and I'm sure they'll do a great job to promote them, but. My dream card and CM Punk getting hurt stinks. I wanted Okada CM Punk. Yeah, but they weren't even setting that up. I, all right. Well, that. Why that's, would you do well, champ? That, well, that's champ. their problem. Why would you set up champ first champ? Right, because it makes that sense. And, oh, Are fair. you serious? That's good. That, all right, then that's a fair point. Because why I would you that not up. want to have your best go against no, the no, other no. guy's best? No, that's right. Someone has to lose. Then you're gonna get some fucking. Nobody has to lose. What do you Bro. mean? Someone's got to lose. What, what? How are you going to book it, Dusty? 60-minute Broadway, jack off. Why don't we do an Iron Man? Make it 3-3 three, three or 0-0. Zero, hey, zero. have a history it of doing that. It wonders for Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, didn't it? No, it worked it for Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan. Time and Bret Hart lost. And, and fucking Gorilla Monsoon was jerking off in the corner. He thought it was so great. What are you no, fucking talking done, about, dude? To, to, to Tony's point, and it's not a great point, but it's a point, is that they did do it with Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega. Like, they've done the Broadways before. They have a history of doing the Broadways. If you do it right, a Broadway is a great fucking story. It's great. But you want to go 0 0? Compelling. You want to go 1 1? Compelling. Nobody got that third fall. It's a 1 1 apiece. It makes sense. We got to find out third fall. Makes people want to come back for another match. A fungal. Yeah, but that's not happening because your champ is hurt. He ain't my champ. He yeah, Okada's got the same belt around his waist the three of us have now. The one holding up his fucking pants. Oh, oh fucking Jay White. He's a fucking loser. Listen, I loved... Listen, I'm a fan of Jay White. I thought he looked the best I've ever seen him at this pay-per-view on uh, on Saturday. Or was it Sunday? Saturday. It was Saturday. Saturday. It's Sunday morning. 
Sunday morning, rain is falling. Kate's not wrong with saying, let's make AEW pay-per-views longer. You know what? I hate to say it. I don't want to go back to NWA for a NWA long was long as shit. Dude, why? Camille and Kylan King had a had a good to great match. Some people thought it was excellent. I hemmed it a little bit, but I loved it. Why would you bring out Tom Pritchard after this and then give us another 15 minutes with fucking with Willie in the ring trying to set up the story? Which accomplished, like, which, which accomplished nothing. Tom Pritchard's appearance did nothing. It didn't. It, they, they could have fucking brought out what's his nuts? Uh, fucking Funk with his bullwhip. They could have done anything there. Like, look, Tom put over the NWA. Great. Good. Didn't need to be in that spot, dude. The show was long as it was. Dude, three hours and 47 minutes or something like that. It's about and as long in- as Dominion was. No, Dominion was four hours plus. Did, yeah, no. Dude. Oh, no. I've, all right. So, there's the stuff. No, you're right. You're right. Because the, all the, the post Joe stuff. Yeah, that. Yeah. The well, post- then again, the pay per view was like 345 plus. That didn't count the two prelim matches. For NWA. NWA was long as shit. Hey Tony, going back to the prelim matches, what was was Sam Shaw supposed to have a match with Brian Myers? Or like what Myers were you talking about? Yeah, Brian Myers. But that didn't happen. Who Sam Shaw wrestled somebody. He wrestled like the Gimp and those guys. He wrestled Gags the Gimp. So where was Brian Myers? He wasn't there. Sam Shaw was hold, supposed to hold wrestle his fucking boyfriend's arm. Ooh. No, he wasn't there for that. No, he, he wasn't there. No, he, he 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 wasn't even really a match. Like he came out and just like did stuff, and then and then he was uh, supposed to wrestle Sam Shaw. The match that wasn't advertised that was on the show was uh, what's his nuts? Um, Latimer versus yes, uh, Latimer and Sion. Yes, Sion. But what did Kevin call him? Well, I called him the Mystery Man. Oh, the Mystery Man. Well, is that what Sion. he is? Is that yeah, him? yeah? Well, I mean, he's Sion, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But but like <clears throat> I didn't. Brian Myers wasn't even there. But Brian Myers was supposed to wrestle. He was supposed to wrestle Sam Shaw. So what the fuck did Sam Shaw do? I, I'm not reading anything about it. He was on a pre-show. He just showed up. What's the Vandenberg crew came out. And he just like, wrestled Gags the Gimp? No, he wrestled the other guy, the, the little guy before that. Sal Bernaro? Yeah. Holy but I don't shit. think it was an actual match. He just beat them all up. <clears throat> and then the Gimp came out like a, I don't I don't know what a, I don't know what a gimp is, but I know it's nothing that I want to know about. Um, so he came out, and then Sam Shaw beat him up too, or something like that. I watched the pre-show too. I watched the entire thing, baby. So uh, it was weird. So I don't know if that match even counts. Did, did, Matt, did you include that in the picks? No, we didn't pick it. <clears throat> we did. I thought we did. There was no Brian Myers match. Oh, okay. Well, I had it in my picks. I'm pretty sure in the text I sent. I had Sam Shaw. Gimp. Yes, we, we all third, did. third definition of gimp. A sex slave or submissive, usually male, as popularized by the movie Pulp Fiction. There are other definitions, but I will keep them to myself. Yes. Eric, yes. Sam Shaw was in the main event four-way, <clears throat> but he showed up on the pre-show first. Yeah, and they kept making note that Nick Aldis was the only guy that was fresh in the main event match. Right. Okay. And uh, something else. Some, go ahead. Hatchet Sam Shaw made his entrance. Rush Freeman from the Ill Begotten came out and he said he was in awe of Shaw and demanded yeah. a new t shirt to be made. Salvernaro came in the ring and attacked Shaw from behind. Renaro threw a punch, but Shaw caught it. Freeman and Shaw cleared the ring. Freeman offered a handshake and Shaw took it, but hit a massive uh, uranage and the silence 
head. Uranagi? Uranagi. Uranage. Uranage. Holy shit. Matt just, Matt just made up a new planet. Fucking Uranage. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, Shaw did the same to Renaro, but Gags again ran down the ringside, and Shaw simply stared a hole in Gags, who took Sal the Pal out of the ring. That Uranage. was it. Uranage. <laughs> Renaki. <laughs> Should have got, got that drink when I was on the phone with the phone. Oh, that tickled Man, me. Man, you can go get it now. Me and Tony can, <clears throat> can run this down. I thought we were still. Are we talking New Japan? Yeah. What else happened? Hula Hula and 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 Killer Khan won the tag titles. No. Yeah, they they won the tag titles. Uh, Osprey beat Sonata for the U.S. title. Yeah, I fucked that one up. Yeah, I was. I thought that was. I thought that was weird of you. Of course. Uh, you guys both lost on Doc Gallows. Yeah, and Doc oh. Gallows is not. Happy. Uh, uh, sorry, Kevin lost on Doc Gallows. Tony, I think you had Toriano. I think I did. Yeah, we all the House of Torture retained. Um, against Lij, oof, right? No, LIJ? House of Torture was United against Empire. House of Torture was against Suzuki Goon. Yep. Oh, Suzuki Goon. Oof. Yeah. <clears throat> Bullet Club beat Lij. That's right. Didn't expect that either. These were got... not. These were not easy shows to pick. To be honest with you, New Japan never is, man. It's they literally just... like, I feel like they just like. I mean, I, I assume they know what they're doing. They're pretty smart people. But it's just like, you just don't understand why they go the way they do. And then it's just, the shows end up being great no matter what. But it's just like, like what? Like, how did how did that happen? Yeah, there's some, there, there's some like, they had uh, Hiromu won the best of the Super Juniors, but he will not... Him versus uh, Ishimori should have been on Dominion, but it is part of the Road 2 series uh, in between Dominion and the G1, which is weird because I would have much rather taken a Hiromu-Taji Ishimori match over Gallows and Yano. And I was not at all happy with Tamatanga losing to Carl Anderson. I love that match, yep. Matt. That, like, I had a note that that was like my favorite match of the night. Uh, that or... Uh... Or the Osprey match were probably my two favorite matches of the night. I didn't see Carl Henderson winning either because again, like Tony to Tony's point, flippy floppy belty belty. I hate it. I kept, I recorded the the overbook the Fightful overbook show this afternoon. Like that's right. Tony he didn't even def- he didn't even get to defend the title against anybody. He had he won it, which was an awesome moment for Tamatanga, and like finally like a breakout <laughs> moment to get him away from from the Gorillas of Destiny, and then he fucking loses it. In one match, it's stupid. I hate it. I hate the booking there. Well, Sonata had to give up his belt, and then he fucking lost. Yeah, his that's because he, he fucking had a broken eye socket. Yeah, but you figured he came back. He would at least, you know, put the belt on him, and then maybe drop it later to Osprey. But whatever. yeah, I think the 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 problem with the problem with the Sonata thing is the complaint about Sonata is he never he never gets it right. He never he never he's always close, but he can never grab the proverbial brass ring right. Mm-hmm. But then he beat Tanahashi to win the U.S. title, and then he Osprey breaks his fucking eye socket in the New Japan Cup, and so, and he had to forfeit the title. So Matt, let me ask you this: Is there any sort of like strategy when New Japan books? Not that you like would know like the internal strategy of it, but is there? Have you noticed a pattern in the way they book like a show like Dominion, as opposed to like uh, Wrestle Kingdom or, uh, or I guess the, the G1 Climax? Is there any 
is it weird? Like they they did a lot of stuff that they flipped a lot of belts that were like kind of mind boggling. I mean, wrestle t- traditionally Wrestle Kingdom. It seems like they change a lot of titles because it's like the end of the year, right? Right. Um, I think, I think the United Empire winning the tag titles, uh, after losing them in a match where they didn't get pinned, might be to set up them against FTR against Rocky and Trent at Forbidden Door. At Forbidden Door. Um. Yeah, that's true. But it's that that's true, and I, it's so like the fact that it happened so fast because Chase, like, they won the, the the belts at the the last show too. Yeah. Man, they do like to flip the belts, which again, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun show, but it was just very puzzling to me. I so think, I think they were they they had the stuff set with the pandemic, right? Because Japan, like Japan's still at the point where you can't you can't cheer, you can clap, but you can't yell. Oh, so is that why everyone was so silent at the end yes. when Jay White was like, "Say something, say something, yes. say something." Yeah, okay. so you can't. Um, they were quiet because they fucking hate Jay White. Let's You're fucking what it out is. of your mind, bro. Jay White's the best thing going. Jay White's a fucking hand game. job. I wish he would use switchblades when he fucking jerks You're off. A fucking hand job. Dude, they love the Bullet Club, man, and that, and that no more than the announcements of some of the G1 guys that they. Uh, they you go back and watch when they do the G1, and they they don't show the crowd when they announce Jay White. There's an audible. <gasps> From the crowd, and I don't know what this storyline is between Phantasmo and the Bullet Club, but when they announced Phantasmo, they did the same thing. Well, he's he was he's he was just in the best of the Super Junior, so he's going up. He's going up to heavy. Oh, that's what that means. Oh yeah, when you're in the G1, you're you're with the big WCW where the big boys play. You're going up. You're going up a level. How about uh, your boy fucking Daisy Dukes is going to be in the G1, Tony? Good for him. Who's Daisy Dukes? Tom Lawler. Oh, yeah. Is King Mo going to be in it too? No, no. but Jonah he got a reaction. Tom Lawler got yeah. a reaction. Tom Lawler got a reaction. Jonah got a nice reaction. Lance Archer returning got a great reaction. That's this should be fun. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm in tune for this. I'm excited for the G1. This is going to be four four blocks of seven. Something they haven't done in years. Yes, Eric Freeze, the switchblade hand job just sounds painful. Just as painful as watching a fucking Jay White match. Your fucking match was good, man. Fine, dude. This is I know this is a podcast and you're here to entertain, but this bit is dog shit and you know it. Jay White's fucking awesome. Honestly, Tony hates guests. Fuck Jay White. There you go. No, no, Tony hates guests is the greatest thing we've ever done. Oh, greatest thing ever. Hundred percent. You're out of your mind. No, it's hold on. Is it greater than this T-shirt? But we didn't do that. I don't understand what that is. What is that? Is that Rick Rude and is that Medusa? Or is that Jake the Snake Roberts no, Robert's it's wife? It's Medusa. That's Medusa. Oh, so the Dangerous Alliance. I love me some Dangerous oh, Alliance. Not as good as this shirt. Narcissistic right violence from the G1 in 1992. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, but Tony Hates Guest is the greatest thing we've ever done. Greatest. What's up, greatest Tony? thing that's ever done. Write that down, someone. So it's, it's positive. It's positive. It's Tony a positive, Tony. It was uh, a good show, though. I think uh, I'm super excited about JYP being the fucking champion. It's, he's a great pick going into Forbidden Door as the champion. He cuts a fucking awesome promo. You hate him, so you'll pay to see somebody beat his ass. Matt. Yep. Where can we can we get to a point where we should not 
Like, do we have to have an hour main event every single time? Where? In New Japan. Wasn't that like a 50-minute match? No, it was 30, 34 minutes. Okay. All right. So you know what? The timeline yeah, but that's what a, the post-show kind of threw me off. But that's right. what Okada does. That's Okada. What, that's what New Japan does. Uh, but Okada really likes to stretch him out. It's he not, tells me a story. Yeah, I'm sure it's not his call, though. I'm not saying you it's watch, a bad thing, but Okada... You watch the match! Okada needs 30, 35, 40 minutes. I'm telling you from what I've seen yeah, before of Okada. Like, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Okada's body of work. It's the guy needs of... at least a half an hour for every match he's in. That's the story he tells. That's what people want to see. Maybe I don't. Maybe I want 15 minutes. Maybe I want Jay White to get run over by Shingo Takagi in 14 minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> don't look butthurt. Not Shingo's butthurt. the man. You're just annoying me. Do you think that yeah, they no, put Ace Austin right. in the Bullet Club because Jay White's no longer going to be an impact? Tony is an educa- educated man. We'll put over Tyrus and bury Okada. Now, you see, Kate was not listening to the first half of the show. She would know that that's not the case. Uh, I think, Kevin, to answer your question, you put Ace Austin in the Bullet Club. Chris Bay's over there. ELP's Ace going- Austin's yeah. team won. What the fuck? Bullet Club won. Oh, Bullet fuck Club them. Won. Ace Austin's they're on, in the they're on a run. Well, good for them. I hope they run away. The flags are planted everywhere, bro. The story with Alex Zane that's going to go bleed into impact. Hiromu Ace Austin is a match in the future. Speaking of flags, where'd the Canadian flag go? Oh, it fell. The tape, the tape, <laughs> the, the tape was old. And then in the post-match scrum, Zach Sabre Jr. called out Brian Danielson. I thought you were going to say Brian Myers. I did not see that. Oh, yeah. Uh, that match because Kevin was so goddamn tired after watching a 40 minute main event. He said, Fuck this shit. No, I just don't watch. No, the Kevin show. doesn't speak fucking Japanese, so why would you watch the post show? Will Osprey spoke Japanese. Show. Who'd you say spoke? Will Zach Sabre Jr. Zach Sabre Jr. speaks Japanese, right? Probably. No, he what, cuts he his does? promos in English, asshole. So, um, why would you say Kevin couldn't understand it because it's in Japanese if it's no. Zach Sabre Jr.? All the post show stuff. They go through, they talk to everyone after every match. So he'd have to sit through or fast forward through all the LIJ guys, all the fucking Bullet Club guys, all the Chaos guys, all the everybody. I'm not, I'm not watching, uh, I'm not watching a post show unless it's Jeff Jarrett hitting Hogan with a guitar. See my banana, brothers. Yeah. Brothers. (laughs) Or or Hogan hitting Jeff Jarrett with a banana. Speaking of things that are, oh, you got more fucking. I got one more thing because we got. This tournament that you're fucking excited about. We still got to talk about that. We got to find out who's going to represent the New Japan side, Tony. So we're going to have two. Gives a shit. We're going to have two matches. No, My no. asshole just puckered when you no. said we have to find out. No, no, we're going to have three talking. matches. I don't like this attitude's not very becoming of you. We're going to have three matches next Monday and Tuesday. All right. These are your four guys. One of these guys is going to the Forbidden Door. Let's go. Big Tom Ishii. I love it. Taking on Uncle Nobu. Uncle Nobu? Yoshinobu Kanemura. He's not my uncle. And the other match is Clark Connors taking on Honma. I'm saying uncle for this whole fucking tournament. Holy shit. The winners of those two matches will face off in a singles match, and whoever wins that match is going to the Forbidden Door in the fourth for the All-Atlantic Championship. 
Matt, did you see that Carl Fredericks formed a team with Christopher Daniels? Yes, because New Japan Strong is bringing us tag titles. That's right, baby. Ugh. In a tournament. Great. More belts. Fuck yeah. Yes. Tony hates everything. You're right. I do. Another fucking tournament. You couldn't hold this off for like, oh, fuck me running. Tony. Oh, fuck this. All-Atlantic Championship. I wish you would take an all-Atlantic shit in the fucking middle of the Pacific Ocean where three-quarters of these people are from. The, the Atlantic Ocean doing? technically goes through all... It's a channel to all access to the world, by the way. No, it's not true. Not true I at all. I think it's true. Not true at all. I did the research. It goes from Santa Claus to Antarctica. That's where it goes. Ah, pretty sure you can get... The Atlantic Ocean leads to, like, every continent. Does it go to I Japan? A couple, couple more things. Oh boy. I think it does. Timothy Thatcher. Oh yeah. Showed up at Pro Wrestling Noah last week. Oh Noah. As a surprise uh tag partner. <laughs> and I think he is the perfect fit for Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh Mr. Muda announced his retirement. He will have five matches in the next year, and then it's a wrap for Muda. Oh, please man. please tell me Trevor Murdoch is in match number five. And uh, Classic Kojima, no sell. Kojima won the GHC Heavyweight Championship. He becomes the fourth wrestler in the history of professional wrestling mm. to win the GHC, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and the Triple Crown. That's an achievement. That's pretty good. Can you name the other three? I can because I have it in front of me. Can you oh, beat yeah. that? Tony, can it, you name the other three? Can you name one of them? Muda. Okay. All right. Wait. What, what's what's the thing? Uh, there's only so Kojima and Muda are two of four men who have won the GHC Heavyweight Championship, the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and the Triple Crown. Uh, my wife is calling me. Excuse me. Masahiro Chono. Well, now we're not going to know the answers. <laughs> um, man, that's uh, that's dealing with some stuff over there. Yeah. Um, so who would be? Would it be the great Kabuki? Kabuki! Kabuki! Are you a soldier, Kabuki? No, it wouldn't be Kabuki. Are you an errand boy? Do you think it's a a gaijin? Well, the first thought I had would be Vader, but I don't think Vader ever wrestled in Noah. I'm very impressed with myself that I used the word gaijin, by the way. That would make sense. Um, Who else... I'm trying to think of somebody around the Misawa time period because don't forget, Misawa was one of the guys that started Noah. What about Kenta Kobashi? Would he? Be, That's would he who be I was thinking of. I was thinking Kobashi maybe. Would he be there? What about Jun Akiyama? That's also a possibility. But did Jun wrestle in Noah? I have no. That's idea. the thing. I have Noah. No idea. Hi <laughs> And actually, I, we should stop talking about Japanese pro wrestling because that might be the top five I use tonight. Oh no! Is it? Yeah, we'll see. All right, fuck it. Let's play. I have, I have one of two options. That I, I, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys to. No, 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 no. This is yours, dude. Take one and put the other one in the bank. These the the first the the first one's been in the bank since like last week. Well, so then let's let's go with that. You know, as a matter of fact, um, I've I've been trying to prepare ahead of time, and I think this time I'm just gonna go like not last minute, but I think I'm gonna wait till the weekend to get the questions together for can you beat that for next week's matchup um i find if i do them too far in advance 
I tend to kind of lose what they are completely unless I take like right precise notes. So I'm trying to avoid that, but it's easy to try to get it done when you know you have a month to get them done, you know? Gotcha. And then plus it also helps with trying to come up with topics because let's face facts, you know, like some of them are just walking the park and I don't want them to be walking the park, but you know, the past couple of matchups, I've had some fucking humdingers where people were like, holy shit, Tony, why are you pulling these difficult questions? So I also don't want to be on that end of the spectrum unless it's a tiebreaker. Cause then at that point it's like, you know, fucking balls out or go home, you know? So the next, the next one, according to the committee is Christian Rocco versus, uh, the rogue taking on the rogue. Yes. Nice. Yes. That's, a, that, that's a main event. Any, and that, that sells out any building in the world. Yeah. So Kevin rogue is still our reigning champion. He might be 49 days in now. And then next week, Brilliant. his, uh, his next defense. Um, yeah. So I do, I, I you know do. what Tony can, can I touch on something real quick while we wait for Matt to come back? Sure. I, I, I watch a little bit of the, of the impact. Okay. And, I just want to say, go out of your way to watch when Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson show up to Sandy Fork or South Fork, Sandy Fork, Delaware. I heard about to the chicken farm of the Briscoes. Absolutely awesome. I heard about this. Does it turn into a brawl or is it just... uh... It turns into a brawl and they do... They're on location stuff. I know Borash isn't there anymore, but they did something similar with uh, uh, Mickey James and uh, Deanna Perazzo, where they just like fought in a farm somewhere. That's pretty awesome. No, that was really good. Um, but they, they did this for like they were just like showing up. Like Luke Gallows is trying to wrangle a chicken. Like, uh, oh, so this was a friendly thing. This wasn't like anything that. No, no, no. It wasn't friendly at all because at Slammiversary, the Good Brothers are trying to get back their Impact Championship Tag Team Championships from the Briscoes. So it was, it was far from friendly. They just showed up, but the, the farm is so big. There's so many acreage. Acreage? Acres. Acreage. Yeah, acreage. Is, is acreage a word? Yeah. Alright. So they didn't they didn't see them. They, they tried to fight their dad and then the Briscoes came in with the, like the biggest like two by four you could ever see and and then they all hell broke loose with the briscoes and uh gallows and anderson so if you if you watch anything from impact watch that and also watch that the new digital media champion is my dear good close personal friend brian myers no wonder he didn't show up at nwa yeah he was handed deservedly so that championship from matt cardona so, good for him. Matt, we touched on impact just a little bit while you were no, dealing with nope. your stuff. All good, brothers. All good. We got a big pay-per-view this weekend. That's right. Oh, Slam anniversary. Uh Josh, more picks, Tony. Josh Alexander defends the title against Eric Young. Oh fuck. The Queen of the Mountain match. match. Tasha Steeles defends against Deanna Parazu, Chelsea Green, Mia Yim, and Jordan Grace. Mia Yim. Uh the Ultimate X match. Ace Austin defends against Mike Bailey, Kenny King, Trey Miguel, Jack Evans, and Alex Zane. Why so many people? Just defending against Ultimate X. Ultimate X. Dan, come on. Know your history. No. Fuck no. Oh, did you guess who who the other two were? Who's Moose working? Uh, Sammy Callahan Callahan in a Monsters Ball match. Hey, this is Moose. Moose, are you a monster? 
shining the wizards. That's where you are. Uh, the Briscoes against the Good Brothers for the tag titles. Hey. The Influence will defend their women, the Impact Knockouts Championships against Taya Valkyrie and Rosemary. Hey. Yeah, they had a weird little uh, standoff on uh, on the old Impact. On, on Your hey. Impact Digital media, media Champion, Rich Swan. Don't be fooled by the belt gimmick. No. He's the champion. He beat no. Matt Cardona. Nope. I refuse to believe it. Defends hey. the title against Kevin's dear good friend, Brian Myers, so... We know who correct Kevin. ding and then honor no more takes on impact originals Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, Frankie Kazarian, and two wrestlers to be announced. I think Heath tried to angle his way into that match, but he's certainly not an impact original. Fuck, you know, what we forgot to do to with Trevor Murdoch. What a one you oh. forgot. Oh, you, 15, you only had 15 minutes, man. A one. I, worked, I worked in Booger Eater, so yeah, thanks. No, that's more important. No problem. Uh, your other two um, gentlemen to hold all those titles. Uh, oh, we, we guessed. Uh, we guessed Kenta Kabashi. No, we guessed Masawa? Vader. No. no. Okay. No. Fuck no. You're so not who was it? Him. Right, who was it? Yoshihiro, Yoshihiro Takayama. Nope. And Kensuke Sasaki. I was, Sasaki. Kenzuki Sasaki is someone that I could have got. Also, on that note, it was great to see Hiroshi Tenzan. I love Tenzan. Who doesn't? Yeah. The one. That's right. Even though he lost, he got he took yeah. the fall. <laughs> he got submitted to the full Nelson, baby. That's right. Love me some Tenzan. Uh, NWO Japan. Can we play games? Can we play games? Can we can we please play games? Can we can we do top five? I want to make sure I got everything. Jeff Hardy's a drunk. He got arrested again. Uh, there you go. Oh, nay. That's everything. What the fuck was that? that I hit the the mic. That's Happens. sad, man. The Jeff Hardy shit is sad. It somebody stinks. Said, somebody said he blew a point two nine. We're talking sunny territory at that point. Well, here's the thing. I don't care. Like I don't mind that he's a struggling addict. Don't get behind the wheel. There's no, there's no difference between Jeff Hardy and Sonny at this point, um, except the fact that Jeff Hardy didn't kill somebody. That's well, that, the I mean, only that's a difference. Big difference, right but yeah, you're no, right. you know what I mean. No, I'm trying. I'm not going to downplay it. the significance. No, I get but Jeff it. Hardy is someone that needs to either stop doing what he's doing, or just get off the road and never get into a car ever again. So it makes me wonder. With all the shit that happened with WWE with his release, how much of that was bullshit? How much of that were they onto something when they when they thought that he was under the influence? You know, probably, makes you they, they, look. They probably not, were onto something. It makes you wonder. It just makes you wonder. Yeah, it's Kate, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but at the rate that Jeff Hardy's going, got You got to read it because there's people. I, I mean, a homicide is a big diff. I I get that, but at the rate Jeff Hardy's racking up DUIs. I mean, law of averages. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin's right on both counts. And listen, it's not the same, but it's the same. It's listen. I've been there. I've been there. But now, like, and Matt, you know, I won't go anywhere if I know I'm gonna have a drink or two without Ubering. I Uber everywhere, and I don't have Jeff Hardy money. Like, I Uber everywhere if I know I'm gonna be drinking everywhere. There's no reason not to. Do you Uber your way out of the shower into your bedroom? Yes, I call an Uber. <laughs> And a micro machine 
comes into the a micro machine or, or a remote remote controlled car uh comes into the, the car and then i step on it and i and it, and it takes me out a segue if you will kevin squats down on a fucking rc car that's right the, remember, those uh, fucking, remember those remote controlled cars yeah yeah back then yeah the uh, Gorda post said at, at least Jeff didn't kill someone. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's all great and fun, but when until he does? Yeah, yeah, when is it like? Oh, at least he didn't do it, and then it happens, and it's like, oh well, we should have known. Like, and, and he's fucking Jeff Hardy. Why are you driving? Exactly. It's twenty twenty two, bro. Because because he doesn't think he has a problem. That's the thing. When you're an addict, until I, you look, hit your bottom, one thing to not think you have a problem. But if you've had a bunch of drinks, like. Yeah, but that's the problem. When he's drunk, he's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I no problems. I got this. I can get home." Cameron well, Warner Media's told AEW to stop promoting everything with Jeff Hardy in it, so the ladder match is off for Wednesday night, or at least the, the whole Hardy match. Boys. The Hardy Boys are out of it, and they don't know who they're going to put in it. Phoenix They've and stop promoting it. Put in Phoenix and uh, why and Penta? Why are they having a ladder match for, the, for the titles? The titles. It's Road Rager, right? Oh God, that's yeah. a terrible name now in hindsight. But Road Rager uh, is the big dynamite coming up. Should be great, even without the Hardys. I'm and gonna... oh, and guess what? Oh, chicken. Uh, they were supposed to be in the main. The Hardys were supposed to be in the main event in a Triple Mania on Saturday in Tijuana. That could supposed probably... to be the Hardy Boys against Dragon Lee and Dralistico. That could possibly still happen, no? Unless Jeff Hardy has to do time, but the court, the court hearing he probably be, won't be. Well, he's a repeat offender. He might not be allowed to leave the country. This is third, I think. Yeah, he might. He might. Uh, they might have. They might have him on a list. Yeah, I don't know how that works. He might not be. He might not even be allowed to leave the state if he's a repeat offender. He might be a flight risk. I don't know. I don't know. No bueno, my friends. No, Sonny. Bueno. Sonny is still in custody. They rescinded everything for bail, so they might do this. Yeah, she was time. out on bail, and then they took it back. Yep. And oh yeah. She did. She did file a motion to dismiss the, the civil suit. Yeah, well, because I mean, she said that the attorney or whoever was representing the family had no legal tact to whatever legal mumbo jumbo that. Tony knows. Yeah, well, you got to make those arguments. Like you, you oh, you have to for your for yourself. Yeah, so I'm not defending her. But. It's it's like in certain states, if you don't plead an amount when you sue someone, you're not allowed. Like your 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 filing fails. So like yeah. New York, if you file even in a motor vehicle case, and the most you're going to get is say five thousand dollars, you still put ten million in the paperwork. You're never going to get ten yep. million. Yep, but. You put that in there so it covers you. So then if they come back and say, hey, like four million or whatever, like I know that doesn't necessarily happen. So like, say you say you I, say trust you me, Tony, there. my 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 friend Sarah, my late friend Sarah, she does this. She does mediation for for the for these types of cases. Yeah. And they have a, a bank where they could say, This is what we're gonna and these are like legit, like serious type shit. Yeah, yeah. So you you have what you can get and you hope that they it comes down. Yeah. So if you go to court and you say like, we're going to sue you for $5,000, then your case winds up being worth 25 or 30,000. Cause you had to get surgery. Now you fucked yourself. Okay. Now you got to hope the court's going to allow you to refile, you know? Yeah. It's it. It stinks. I, you know, 
being an addict stinks, but making good decisions should not. Yeah, stink. but dude, look. I mean, look uh, at Tony. I mean, I, I, I know. Trust me, I get it. I used to, <laughs> I used to do it on the daily when I was a bartender, and I never in like five years I haven't done it since. So it's because just because you you grew up. Yeah. You realize that you were making mistakes, and that's that's the kind of point that most people get to, but some folks don't. Yep. Some folks just don't. Yeah. Oh, so can we can we please have fun? Can we have fun? Can we do something fun? Yeah, I mean, you brought up the the topic. I understand because I just wanted to get it out of the way, but uh, never mind. No, I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up at all because it's sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're a wrestling podcast. We have to bring up you know wrestling news. That's what we do. No. That's fair enough too. Whatever. Oh, baby. It is top five time. KJG's top five. And this is going to come out of left field because we didn't talk about anything that this man did tonight. But I created this list last week after my going home, which was John Cena returning to the WWE coming up in a couple weeks and I just because I compiled my top five John Cena favorite wrestling moments so I know it's completely out of left field but I had this in the bank so we gotta do it top five so, moments not matches so is this like fucking it could, be, it could be anything it could be all of all of the above all of it Top five John Cena memories. I guess memories is a better term. Wow. This, wow. It, it encompasses a lot. I got, yeah, I got two that I thought of right off the bat outside the box. And I know that I'm probably going to fucking be goose egg on both. Well, of Tony, them. if you already are, have the wheels turning, throw one out. Um, I'm going to go with a fun one. When John Cena smacked Stephanie McMahon on the ass. No. Yeah. I tried. Matt, well, what you, you got? Uh, Cena and Punk at Money in the Bank. No, that's a good one, but no. How about Cena stealing Eddie Guerrero's lowrider? It's a great one, but no. This might this might have been a bad choice. Uh, Cena's debut against Kurt Angle. Hey, Tony! That, Matt, that comes in at a, a healthy number five. Correct! They, a uh, debut versus Kurt Angle with I also included the Undertaker handshake, ruthless aggression. Oh, baby. that could have been two moments, dude. No, nah, it's the same. It's the same show. Huh. How about John Cena winning his first U.S. title against the Big Show at Mania? I thought about that. Oh, because I was there for it. WrestleMania 20. I was in the house, but. It, I love some of these more than that. Okay, fair enough. Matt's thinking, thinking, thinking. I'll give you this. All right, so I'll give you a No, hint. no, don't give us hints. Oh, no, it's fine, because I, I just don't, don't think. Don't okay, give no us How about, so Kate brought up the open challenge. Um, I'm thinking the match that he had with Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens' debut. No, it's on... a good one. And then listen, John Cena's had a lot of moments, but that's not it. Um. Hmm. Huh. Winning the title from JBL. Tony. All right. Well, I got that from the chat. So. 
Who's that? Who, put it up. I'm not, I don't have the screen up. Uh, Gordon actually put that up. Gordon Post. Cena beating JBL. John Cena beating JBL at WrestleMania 21 is number four, baby. Okay. Oh, we got sorry. We got still got the top three going. That's right. Can you uh can you can you tell me the list, Kevin, please? Uh so number five is the debut versus Kurt Angle uh with the Undertaker handshake. And number four is he wins his first WWE championship, skyrockets himself to superstardom at WrestleMania 21, I believe. It was. Yeah, I think it was it, Um Is it him at WrestleMania when he has the seat and he runs, no, he runs no, back no. to wrestle the Undertaker? No. <laughs> I will tell you this. I'll I'll give you one hint because I think you'll need this one. One is him not looking good. Like one is him on the downside of a moment. Getting slaughtered by Lesnar. Bell Tony. Yeah, you gave that one away. I I didn't think that would be that clear because there's a lot of stuff with Rock and there's a lot of stuff with yeah. Um, but he got slaughtered by Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar returning after uh, that WrestleMania where John Cena wanted to call out the Rock, but Brock Lesnar showed up and Brock Lesnar f fived him to the moon. Brock Lesnar's first appearance in a very long time in WWE. So we're down to two and one. Tony, you're guessing in order. You guys are guessing in order. Well, uh what else would Cena? Hmm. Matt looks like he's got something. Matt, go for it. I don't have the. I don't think I do. Matt is stupid. Oh. Uh, Cena and Edge at um. What? No, when Edge cashes in on him. No, when when the Cena beats him in Toronto. That mm. five off the ladder. No. Hmm. F you, whatever the fuck they call it. F five. F this. F F five off you. Huh. Dude, these are two like. I think these are the probably like. Cena and Batista falling out of the ring at the Royal Rumble. Great guess, but no. <laughs> I w- if I could take it back, I'd put that one on there. God damn, pal. Yeah. Fucking duck walking Vince. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think wow. you guys, I think you guys are missing like the two like is it is is, is the thugonomics? What? Him rapping does that count for anything? This is an old but like no, that's, that's like an old that's man. like six thousand moments. Was he doing the rapping? Was that the one? Kevin, the rap Matt. You guys, you guys are missing a really awesome one. Oh, losing to Kevin Federline. <laughs> like and all right so here's another here's a hint we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier we talked about mm-hmm. we brushed on it mm-hmm. little paint little paintbrush action on there John Cena dressing like Vanilla Ice at the uh, Halloween party. No, that's a great one, but no, dude, I've gotten so many great no, ones. No, you. I, what do you want? He's had he's had a lot of fun moments. I understand. Seen at one. Uh, seen at one night stand. Ooh. Another good one, but no. Oh, fuck! Come on, these two are like they get played a lot. And John like, Cena winning the tag belts with David Tunga. Well, Tunga Bunga. <laughs> 
No, like, sorry, Bunga Bunga is not cameoing on this list. <laughs> oh boy, come on! These are like two like the, the number one is like is the one that we brushed on, and it's epic to me. Wow! Like the tree said to the lumberjack, I'm stumped. Epic John Cena moment. What are we missing in our? Uh, are we are we running late? Should I give should I drop a couple more hints or what? John Cena beating the rock? Nah. John um, Cena toasting Saturday Night Live? Nah, it's not no. Come on. Did John Cena give the FU to multiple people at the same time, like one person on top of the other person? No, no, it's not. Huh. One of them, one of the moments happened. In our very own backyard. John Cena refereed Miko Maestro and Tombstone Jesus in Matt's yard. That's right. In Matt's yard. Yep. Booked by Miko himself. Come on. You guys uh, Matt, you should know this. Both of you guys should know this. Number one, anyway. Number two, I could possibly give you pass, but I don't think I could either. <laughs> Is this true? Did John Cena win the 92 Royal Rumble? That's right. That's right. That's not on the list, though. Are you talking about the Hell in the Cell against Orton? No. Is that the Prudential Center? That was at the Rock, right? No, Randy Orton. The only Hell in the Cell that Orton was in was because I was there. Was Orton and uh... Oh no, it may have been no because Legacy fought the X, and Orton may have fought John Cena. Jeff, uh, JJ Rogue says the Rumble return. JJ Rogue said that. Yes. yes. Do I give him credit if it's right? Yeah, well, of course. JJ Rogue, boom, nailed it. That's number one. We talked about it before when we talked about Cody Rhodes' injury. I think John Cena came back completely surprised. That's number one. His pop was ridiculous at MSG at a time where people loved, still loved John Cena. So, yes, that is number one. I think JJ I think he may have put that in the chat about 17 times. Sorry, buddy. I don't have it up. I I have the list up. Uh, Um, Well, sorry. Ryan Schlong says he said it five times. Number two is the only one you're missing, boys. Ah, uh, fuck me. Um, this is a fun. This is a fun little moment. Nothing monumental, but still very, very fun. It's the John Cena Open Challenge where he loses to Kevin Sol- Kevin Owens. Kevin yes. Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> Purple haze. Uh, and Tony already asked that, and it was not the case. Um, uh, making fun of Vicky Guerrero. What? Yeah, there was like a whole thing where he cut promos of Vicky Guerrero telling your mama jokes, but he used Vicky instead. Again, this is personal preference, so the list might not be. Is it something? Is it shit with Zack Ryder? No, it's not. No, no, no. No, it's not. Zack Ryder is nowhere in this list. Look at this fucking asshole, JJ Rogue, just answering questions. Too bad you don't do it during fucking Can You Beat That, you jobber. Thank you, Matt. Enjoy your last week as the champion. You're going down against Christian Rocco next week. He doesn't stand a chance. Actually, Matt, boys, yes. we are seven days from the week or from the day that this actually happened in a in a year uh, in the mid two thousands. Seven days, exactly a week removed. So it happened June twentieth. No, sometime. a week removed. Oh, well, it's not or, one night stand because that was yesterday. From 
from the universe. So it, this happened in June of 2005. I'll just say. Good one. Thank you. I give up. I don't know, Kev. I don't know. When John's when they have the draft, and John Cena is a WWE champion on SmackDown and gets drafted to Raw on the highlight reel with Chris Jericho. Yeah, you gotta go, Tony. You gotta don't knock it till you go back and watch it. Uh, it was that's number two, by the way. That's not number one. That's number two. Well, we got number one. Yeah, number one was gotten. But go back and watch that. The reaction that he it was like no one thought that the champion could be drafted to the show where Batista was already a world champion and on the show. It was nuts. Huh. All right. Well, you know what? Go fuck yourself, Tony. How about that? Why me? How about both of you? (laughs) It's always you, Tony. You always I got three of them right. What the fuck do you want from me? And how many did you say, Tony? That's a great one. That's a great one. Fake it. Fake a reaction. At least Matt looked like Matt's got stuff going on. Matt, because he does. He's got shit going on with the police department. Exactly. (laughs) You have nothing going on, and he still gave me nothing. Let's check it on my bets. Well, that is kind of a slap in the face. Sorry. Some of your fucking lists, I think you overthink. Yeah, a little bit. I think you you overthought this one. This was a John Cena moment list. Ah, that wasn't a John Cena moment. That was a draft moment. Yeah, your John Cena moments, not like John Cena moments. Well, that's the purpose of the list, Matt. I mean, I got to take Kevin's side on that one. Yeah, it's my list. Yeah. Even if even if the answers are dog shit. That's a wide (laughs) you're throwing out a fucking giant net there, dude. Dude. Well, my other one was my top five favorite Japanese wrestlers of all time. Oh, boy. That was the other one. <laughs> no, save that one. Save that one yeah. for July. That would be awesome to do on July 4th. <laughs> July 5th. Don't Whatever. People. Same shit. <clears throat> Is that it? All right. All right. I'm sorry. All right. So I, I, ru- I ruined the show. I'm sorry. No, you didn't, dude. No, no. Let him take that. Please. No, no, I can't. I can't oh, do come that. On, let him beat himself up. It'll no, be dude, we're gonna get twenty texts Matt, later I about this fucking anyway without having the help of you guys. It's bad enough we're gonna have to hear about this pick penalty for the next five days. I don't no, need to hear fucking. That's his own fucking fault. You better not text me at all about that pick penalty. <laughs> Why would I ever I agree to it? It's a verbal contract. Oh boy, that's right. Yeah, wipe your shiny, shining wizard. You are you are the shining wizard. That's why my name is Tony the Shining Wizard. Oh boy. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Davidson and Trevor Murdoch for joining us tonight. Please uh check out Wildcat Sports. Uh wildcatsports.com is the website. Cat spelled with a K. Uh and follow Ryan Davidson, RT Bear57, and the real T Murdoch. Uh, check those guys out, see what they're doing. Uh Big week next week. We got Jay Spade and Luke Hawks joining us from Wildcat Sports and Entertainment. We're going to finally beat that championship. Kevin Rogue defends against Christian Rocco. Uh, we got an impact pay per view and picks to talk about uh, and so much more. Did you add farting to this? It's the song Farting Around. Oh, I, I end every show with this. Yeah, I don't know if I ever really noticed the far. I'm really out of it tonight. I'm sorry. No, you. Yeah, check your. Yeah, check, man. Checking his bets. Yeah, check my bets. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know I won fucking big on Saturday, baby. Would you? Would you take? Would you have? I turned ten into twenty eight hundred. 
What'd you, what, what, did, what did you take? I bet a, a fucking baseball game, single game parlay. Like what? Like uh, props, like hits and... Yeah, hits, RBIs. Oh, yeah. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Wizards Podcast. Don't forget to join the Discord. The link is over on our Twitter page. Pick up a shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shining Wizards. And we'll see you guys next week. Happy Juneteenth to everyone. For those is, of you... Yeah, I'm happy a, that day. When's I'm that? off. I'm Me off. too. So there you go. Fuck I, off. I have off Monday. Have fun slinging pizzas on Juneteenth. I'm going to a fucking Mets game Monday afternoon. Oh, well, there you go. Nice. Suck my balls. I might not even do the show. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, Luke Hawks won't be doing the show next week. Oh, come on. <laughs> we love Luke. I'm telling him he fucking said that. Yeah. I mean, well, he fucking throw me under the bus with everything else anyway. So yeah. what else is new? <laughs>